Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. Hello again, everybody. Tommy Bateman. It's the hideout mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. It's a uh, really hot Thursday, so we're going to get into it with some hot segments on the hottest show ever, The Hideout. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, there was some bad uh, radio on the way in on uh, another station just for fun. It was awful. We're going to get started with an interview tonight. One with Dr. Hugo Picos from the v- Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. He's a uh, guy who claims he used to hunt vampires and zombies, and they still are a threat to us today. This guy is insane. He's going back to Halloween a little while back. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, it's Halloween. Very excited about Halloween. Actually, we we're talking about favorite days of the week. It's your favorite holiday, isn't it? Yeah. It, this year, I'm not really going all out, though. I wish I was. We're going to do something. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking about going as you. I wanted to be J-Dubs. I want to wear your Lions J-Dubs jersey, your J-Dubs uh, handicap hat, and I was going to paint myself like white. You're whiter than me, man. You don't need to paint. I'm tanning. You can't Are you gonna? Me. Are you going to shave? No. It'd be like if you were cool with a goatee. Now, now what do you got to do? Because I have the, the soul patch going. Let me just kind of tie it all up. Well, tie it all up and tape it back. All right. I can, you know what? I can do that. I'll and then that would be perfect. All right. I'll be J-Dubs. And you um, got to get rid of the glasses. Joining us to get us in the Halloween mood and to really scare the bejesus out of us is Dr. Pecos, former director of the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. Dr. Pecos, welcome to the hideout. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. Great, How are you doing? Great to speak with you. Now, you, this is all right, let me. This is what I got on the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency, um, also known as Vanguard. It was responsible for controlling the nation's vampire and zombie populations while overseeing scientific research into the undead. So zombies and vampires are real? That's correct. Uh, how now, you... are the conventional zombies and vampires real, or are they just... Are those just uh, kind of uh, myths, and there's an actual? I mean, is it what we see in the movies, or is it different? I mean, let's let's tackle one thing at a time, because vampires I can maybe buy into, but the the really? living undead zombies. Really? I, I would buy zombies before vampires. All right, explain what a zombie is, Doctor Pecos. Uh, a zombie is a is a human being who's uh, been infected uh, with a virus that's transmitted by uh, ticks. Uh, they they. Uh, then transfer it to rats. The rats bite humans, and they become infected with this virus, which is related to the rabies virus. And so zombieism is then re- related to rabies. So do the people die? I mean, do they go about their natural lives? Or, like, what makes a zombie different? How do they function in society? Because, I mean, I've never seen a zombie. Or well, have we? Well, you, you may have. I, I you know, the last reported uh, zombie outbreak was in the early 70s uh, when Fidel Castro sent a boatload of zombies over to Miami 
Um, but the fact is that uh, there haven't been any confirmed sightings since then, so you probably haven't seen one. Zombies are much closer to... So the- zombies are Spanish, Cuban. Uh, they can be any nationality, oh. wherever they happen to get uh, infected. Oh. Eh. Um, no, so, but how, like, how does it... Like, are the zombies, are they like what we would see in Dawn of the Dead and that kind of stuff? Uh, yes, Dawn of the Dead was actually a pretty good representation of, of zombies, although the, the outbreak in Dawn of the Dead was considerably larger than it Oh, typical. well, think? Yeah, yeah. I think everybody would uh, believe in zombies if uh, that was the so case. How did you find out that zombies are real then, Dr. Pecos? Well, I, I've been uh, working. I worked for this agency for a number of years, uh, and uh, so I've, I I've seen them it. with my own eyes, and uh, I've unfortunately had to... Uh, uh, so one? You killed a zombie. Yes. All right, what was that like? Tell me about it. Where were you? How did it happen? Well, uh, we received a report of some zombies in the basement of our hotel in Los Angeles, and um, I went to uh, investigate with my team, uh, got a little stupid, and went off on my own and fell through some uh, floorboards where, the, where there had been fire damage. And... Uh, I confronted four of them in the basement. One of them took a chunk out of my my tricep, but uh, the team came to my aid and we we took care of them. How, how do you take care of a zombie? And how do I mean? Don't wouldn't you wouldn't you actually like get the virus if they took a chunk out of your tricep? Yes, that's correct. But there is a vaccine. Uh, if oh, you get the vaccine within twenty, it's like rabies. If you if you get the vaccine within twenty four hours, you're generally okay. So you escaped becoming a zombie, even though you got a chunk it's of the called, tricep it's out. It's called Zom-C. Yes. Uh, I have a large scar, but I am not a zombie. Okay. Mm. Now, what, you, did you leave the agency? You why, found it. Why did you leave the agency? Uh, the agency was disbanded in 1975 by Gerald Ford uh, because the, the problem was deemed to be essentially over. We had eradicated every last one of them, or so they thought. Or so, oh, okay, but they're, they're, they still could be out there. Yes, that's something we have to keep track of. Okay. Um, now, what kind of reaction do you get from people? I mean, because obviously it sounds like you were telling the plot of a movie where you fell through yeah. a floorboard and killed four zombies. Yes, well, uh, actually my, my, my team members killed most of those zombies, but uh, the reaction generally, most of the reaction I get is, is this real... Uh, are you crazy? Um, I don't like my tax dollars going to this. Oh, uh, so the government spent money on this? Yes, this was a government-supported program. Get out! Really? Yeah. Well, so they... it, was more, it was part of, like, public record and stuff? We could look this up? Yeah, you can look it up. Uh, I, I must tell you, though, that a, a lot of the uh, records have been purged. Uh, the 1935 Supreme Court decision that determined vampirism was a disease and that vampires had the same rights as anyone else what? made our job difficult. When, what? Right, hold how, do, how does this stuff get swept under the rug and no one hear about it? Well, there, there, there are people who know about it, but I, I would, I would uh, venture that most of the younger people in government have no idea that this is going on or had gone on. Now, were there famous zombies? Because I said you were like in L.A. Did you meet any famous zombies or anything? Uh, well, I was asked to do an investigation of uh, of Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses and uh, also Ozzy Osbourne, but um, they they cleared the, uh, the, the test. 
Uh, there's been famous. How'd you test them? How do you how do you test them? And uh, are they cooperative? No, they're generally not. But we we get uh, we sort of uh, we get uh, tissue samples from them. Uh, however, we can. You know, they're trash. Uh, friends who can help us out. Uh, you know, a strand of hair is all it takes to uh, to run the test. Right. Um, so of course. why did the government keep this so secret then? Well, because the the, the FEZA uh, had powers of termination, we could we could kill without a judge and jury, and uh, that just that just didn't fly after a while. There was lawsuits, parents. Yeah, and, well. Uh, All right, so we're talking Dr. Pecos, former director of the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. He himself had a chunk of tricep torn out by a zombie, and he's killed some. And what it was bitten out, right? Yes, it was it was bitten off. Quite Did, a, how quite that a, was that hurt? Oh yes, very much. Uh, I lost quite a bit of blood, but uh, fortunately, back then the hospital stocked the vaccine. They they no longer hospitals do. had the vaccine, just like zombie vaccine. Yes, yes. God. Uh, all right, now, uh, sir, when uh, when someone becomes a zombie, what kind of physical changes take place? Great question, J Dubs. There's three stages of transformation. And initially, the skin takes on a mottled appearance with lesions, and uh, and then uh, stage two, the, the the nose and ears start to fall off. Oh yeah, I think I saw a movie about this, Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's uh, at stage three, it's uh, significant necrosis and, and decomposition. Uh, maggots can infest them. Uh, various other pathogens. And, but they're still able to function. Uh, yeah, to a point. Do they live off of brains? Yes, they, they particularly uh, like brains. Brains are very nutritious. Um, as you may know, a, a, a grizzly bear that's full will only feed on the brains of, of, of salmon. Uh, it's similar with zombies. Once they're full, they just generally go for the brains. Now, uh, Doctor, uh, when you... Uh... Is there any like a lower form of zombieism other than being a full-fledged zombie? Well, there is the you know the the voodoo version where someone is sort of put into a trance trance-like state, but that's not uh, a biological. But, but there's no but there's no like a viral infection that's uh, more normally people would be getting that would be a lower form of uh, zombieism. Well, you said rabies. Yeah, rabies. But yeah. Um. So you've actually you've you you've done this now. What about like I I read somewhere like zombies and vampires used to fight. Yeah, they used to be pitted in fights, uh, much like you know the Christians and the lions for the pleasure of bloodthirsty spectators. Sort sort of like dog fights and like cock fights. Exactly. Yes. On the next Monsters in the Morning. Hello, it is Daniel. And Blackbeard. And on tomorrow's show, Dirty Jim is going to tell us about an argument that he got into with his wife. And now to make things worse, we'll now talk to the hooker that lived with him for three years. How was Dirty Jim in bed? He was awful. Tomorrow on the Monsters in the Morning. You wouldn't treat your child like an adult, so why put them in adult seatbelts? If they're under four feet nine, they need a booster seat. You need info? Go to boosterseat.gov. Folks, that's the word we're trying to get out on the radio today, and here's why. We're number one in 
Orlando, number one in all of Florida, number one in the entire southeast, and now the number six Nissan dealer in the country. And we're celebrating by giving you the highest customer rebates of the year, model year end double factory rebates. We have over 70 new 06 Sentras available. Factory cashbacks, $2,250 on a Sentra. But at Reed, we double your Sentra rebate money to 4500 A new allocation of Titan full-size pickups has arrived at Reed. Every one of the remaining 06 Titan King cabs has a $2,750 rebate from the factory. But at Reed Nissan, every one of our Titan King cabs now has a $5,500 double rebate. And shipments of the all-new Nissan Versa have arrived. The highest gas mileage over 35 miles per gallon. And at Reed, we're one of the few dealers in the country to have the brand-new Nissan Versa. We're making our way to number one in the country with double factory rebates. Reed Nissan, what you need and more. West Colonial Drive, Orlando. 2.16 p.m. How about this style for me? That style calls for an oval face and curly hair. You have a square face and straight hair. Just asking from one stylist to another. Sounds like somebody missed snack time. Refuel with a new way to snack. Introducing McDonald's Snack Wrap. Tender, juicy, warm, all-white premium chicken breast meat with crisp lettuce, cheddar jack cheese, and zesty ranch sauce. Wrapped in a soft flour tortilla. Yes, I can do any style you want. Ooh, we can always add extensions, you know. I participate in McDonald's. It's summer. Time to salute the sunshine with a beer from Milwaukee. Nah. Live Florida, drink Florida. Choose a premium handcrafted Florida beer. Beachside Sunlight American Lager Reporter. Florida Beer Company, Melbourne, Florida. Bex and Bex Premier Light presents the second annual Phillips File Texan Hold'em Poker Tournament Saturday, August 12th, starting at 4.30 p.m. at the Ballroom at Church Street. Proceeds benefit the mustard seed of Central Florida. Call 407-916-REAL to see how you can secure your spot in the tournament. Log on to realradio.fm, type in keyword poker for more information. Brought to you by Fun Planners, Storm Stoppers, Cigar Lounge, Trans Eastern Homes, and Orlando Yamaha, and Real Radio 104.1. And welcome back to the Hideout Mixtape. Some people call them best of, we call them mixtapes. Ask Cafe Y. I uh, just want to remind you, on Monday, August 7th, from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., the Hideout will be broadcasting live from Extreme Midget Wrestling, located in the center of Old Town in Kissimmee. And uh, also, Bubba Whoopass Wilson and Russ, of course, Russ Rollins from the Monster of the Morning will be there. Tickets are $15 in advance and 20 the day of. Call 407-719-3610 to purchase your tickets, and I will be giving some out a little bit later. Right now, we're going to continue on with Dr. Hugo Picos from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Blue Radio 104.1. Let's take a couple calls. Do you mind? Sure, go ahead. All right, here we go. Wild Bill, you're in the Hideout. I am the living dead. You're the living dead. That's a fact. So now, can I've been that way ever since I first got married. <laughs> All right, thank you. Now, do you see guys who are, um, like, can they talk? Do they hold down jobs, or do they just wander the streets and look like the homeless? Uh, the zombies aren't, aren't capable of too much conversation or, or rational thought. Vampires, on the other hand, can... Uh, infiltrate uh, society but now we actually got i think on the website we got um we got tape of uh of like a zombie a zombie conversation <laughs> is that what they sound like <laughs> that's pretty good yes wow so that's a zombie sound like let's take some more calls dr Paco. now are most of the words that would a zombie would say are just uh almost reactionary words yeah. Like, you know, if they if they want brains, they'll, they'll... 
Lions. <laughs> All right, here, let's go over here. Um, <laughs> Drew, you're in the hideout. How you doing? Yo, <laughs> what's up? Um, you know, I'm sitting in my car here, and I'm wondering if zombies are gay or straight. That's a good question. Do they have sexual orientation? Uh, zombies will uh, largely go either way. Uh, they don't discriminate. Uh, now, are 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 they oh, sexual on. beings? No, actually, a zom- nothing's working on a zombie. Uh, they have been known to rub up against people in a way suggestive of of sexual activity, but I think that's what this sound was actually. <laughs> I think that's where that one came from. Um, hey, welcome, Broadband. You're in the hideout. Hey, uh, Doctor, I was wondering, um. Are, is, can zombies run? Because one thing that always bothered me was like in like zombie movies like Resident Evil, you just see them walking like retards really slowly with their arms held out, and like Dawn of the Dead, they run, which I just yeah, totally can, unrealistic. Are they good sprinters? Yeah. No. In the early stages, they appear like uh, fast-moving drunks. They they'll stagger from side to side. One arm might hang down loosely, but I'm the devil. Ah. Yes. Yes. So uh, they're. Uh... They, their brain isn't working that well to uh, talk, so they probably are uh, almost retarded in their walking. Exactly, yes. <laughs> right, let's try this one. Andrew, you're in the hideout. Hey. Yo. Yo. Hey, if I uh, told you that uh, Dr. Phil was a zombie, would you kill him for me? Now, what about that? Famous zombies. I don't know if I ever got that one answered. And could Dr. Phil, he could be too fat to be a zombie. Yeah, it, it's possible. If we can get a confirmation on that, uh, we'll certainly go to work. Um <laughs> One shotgun blast to the head is usually enough to do it. All right, but that we do not at all recommend doing that to Dr. Phil. Not at all. Right, right. Yeah, no, you got to make sure that... Let, let this good doctor uh, do the work, and then he'll have to do it. Right, you guys leave Dr. Phil alone. Um, wow, but it's a shotgun blast to the head. That's how you kill them. That's the best Double way. bear right. shotgun. We're lighting them on fire. Like a shotgun bang. What'd you put that thing? I want to know. What's up with that? Uh, John, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I am not buying the uh, fight between zombies and vampires at all. Why? Because a, vamp- a vampire would kick a zombie's ass. Vampire has multiple men's strength, and he's got the smarts, and you can't kill him. you got to use the wooden stake. But, hold on. Zombie. Zombies have retard strength. Yeah. Yeah, retard strength is nothing compared to vampire strength. What if it's retarded vampire? (laughs) And and what about then we're all doomed. The the whole wisdom factor. You got the the vampires have eight hundred years of history fighting other people. They take out a zombie in three seconds. (laughs) I don't know. That's a good. That's a good argument there. Now, can animals become zombies? Uh, no, actually not. There is a uh, you know myth out there that there's do- zombie dogs, for instance. But uh, no, dogs bitten by zombies have to be put down, sadly. All right, Dr. Pecos, people just want to talk to you, so a couple more calls, and then we're going to get out of here. Dr. Pecos, former director of the Federal Vampire Zombie Agency. It's fvza.org. Now, have you ever met any like, radio GMs that are zombies? I don't, uh, you know, I've heard things about them, but uh, have, have you guys? Yes. Yes. All too much. Some of them had coke problems. Um, Moloch, you're in the hideout. Hey, Dr. Pecos. Yes. Sir. I want to join the good fight. How do I? How do I start a local chapter? Yeah. How do we? Because you never know what could kick back up. The virus gets out there again. That sounds like a badass lifestyle. I want to. I want to be a monster hunter. Well, we, we've uh, we've established a FEZA. And uh, you can sign up on the site and meet other people in your area. Um, 
However, we have to be careful. We're not just going out and and like a really weird dating site with uh, crossbows. Uh, I want to make sure that you know. This is this is a fight between a vampire and a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. What about the Santa Rosa Institute? What's that? That's a, uh, a government-run facility that's uh, doing research on vampire and zombie DNA uh, at, a, at a, what I feel is a reckless pace that endangers all of us. How? Because they're manipulating this uh, in order to try to discover the uh, secrets to immortality. And uh, if they create some mutated version of, of a vampire... We're screwed. A, we're screwed, yes. Absolutely screwed. All right, three more calls. We're going to have to get out of here. Um, great stuff, Dr. Pecos. Butternut, you're in the hideout. What's up, Butter stuff? Butter- What's up, Munchkins? What's up, Buttercup? Hey, hey, this is a serious question. Um, did something happen in, oh, this is a doctor, did something happen in 1994 with zombies? With uh, a couple zombies, I think it was like two. Whereabouts are you referring to? Well, it was, it was up north because I remember when I was young, in Gotham City, Batman did have problems fighting off the zombies. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, and they seriously, I think he did catch them, though. Did you hear about that? In 94? Um, yeah, Batman is, is a lone wolf. He doesn't work within our organization, so I can't speak to that incident. All right. Heckle, you're in the hideout. Damn vigilantes. Happy Sodomy Thursday to you guys. Thank Happy you. Happy Sodomy Thursday. Hey, uh, I've had suspicions for a while that Bateman could be a zombie, and I wonder if the doctor tests him. Can we send you some pubes or something? Well, I prefer point. hair from the head, but, you know, if, if, if that's hey, what you that... have. Well, he doesn't have any hair on his head, so we'll have to do the... He actually doesn't have any pubes either. We'll have to take it from the uh, the uh, itch. Like a baby. Um, Dr. Pecos, thank you so much for joining us in the hideout. I, uh, alright, I just got this. A zombie would execute that joke better than Heckler. Um, <laughs> Dr. Pecos, thank you for jo- I'd love to check in with you again. I mean, if there's ever an outbreak, we want to come back to you and know what's going on. Please call me back if, if you uh, need any more information or oh. have any problems. Hey, Always. Hey, you know what, Dr. Pecos, I'm making this promise. You will become a staple of the hideout. I appreciate Do- it. Doctor, you are third mic. Thank, thank you, sir. Alright, buddy. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> what a whack job. I love when we go with these things and like, yeah, that's wow, believable. That cast for Butternut tried to do the Batman bit, and he's like, "Hey, Batman's a vigilante. Yeah. Uh, he's a lone wolf. We can't control him." Zoli. Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? What's, What's up, bro? bro? Dude, that guy was a crackpot. Yeah. Where did you find him? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, he's Bateman, beautiful, isn't he? Fred Bateman. Uh, Bateman gets a free pass for the rest of the week because. Uh, uh, Dude, he was he was killing me, and he was money. so real about he, it. Dude, he, he was, was silly. There was uh, stop that, please. There was no joke, and this guy was completely for real. That was the best part about oh, him. I was itching to get on while he was on, and I just wanted to lay into him. I mean, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, but you don't want. Hey, man. Hey, bro. Uh, we'll have him on plenty other times. But let me let me just let this out to the listeners. When we have these type of people on, go with the bit. It's funnier that way instead of just no ripping doubt, on no him. Doubt. No, that was great. In fact, I want to. Hey, callers. You guys get tongues for the great questions. Yeah. The Batman question was epic, Butternut. I thought for sure he was finally going to go, you know, Batman's fake. But no, (laughs) if if zombies and vampires are real, Batman has to be real. Batman's a lone wolf. (laughs) We'll take a break. Uh, Except for Robin and his butler.
We'll come back. It's a hideout. <laughs> All right. Now they're doing radio plays outside with Oddball trying to drive a stake through Corolla. <laughs> By the way, he, he doesn't want that in his back. He wants it put somewhere else. I gotta stop it for a second. Uh-huh. What's with the glasses? What are you talking? Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because uh, Hefe is wearing new glasses today, and they are the most ridiculous things <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh no, 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 no! They're they're cool. I I told you about this like three weeks ago that I got new glasses. They're like uh, they're Buddy Holly glasses. No, they aren't. They're Rick Wilding Vaughn glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the heater. What do you guys make it such a big deal for? I've always worn glasses. It's not that. Whatever, four eyes. <laughs> what is this, the the high school, middle school uh, lunch table? You look like okay, the, Googles. You look like the guitar player from Cheap Trick. Oh, my God, no. no, no. The goatee and everything. I've gotten a lot of compliments. Fezzy liked them. I think the chicks like it. A lot of the chicks around here dug it. I saw Fez snickering after he walked away. Shut up, really? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I thought it was good to go with a new look. Hmm. The uh, wi- new, yeah, but, uh, I mean, you just look really gay with glasses on. <laughs> okay, I've always worn glasses. I don't know why it's all of a sudden you got the glasses on. I've always worn glasses. I didn't at the live gig. Whatever, I wore, nerd. I wore contacts. If I hit a four eyes out of you, I'm going to hurt you. Four eyes. I hope you get in a car accident. And Jesus why? is on my side this week. No, he isn't, because... <laughs> I can't even do it. Why? <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you very much for the, bringing up the glasses. I think it looks cool. I bet if there were any chicks... Did the chicks already leave? Uh, I'll go check. See if they're still here. I mean, I they're bet... friends with, with Corolla, though. So, I mean, how are they still... Well, I'd like to get an opinion. I don't, do, you, do you really think they're that bad? Because here's the thing. They're the Buddy Holly, Rick Vaughn Major League glasses. I say cheap trick guitarist. Yeah. And I, I, I figured with the bald head, the goatee, I'd go with something a little extreme. You shouldn't have banged Doran's girlfriend, though, or wife. Uh, that was really wrong of you. But it'll all work out in the end when you when you, uh, when you you win the series. Everybody's cool. Jumping around. Give high fives. But I come out of the pen? Yeah. Here come the ladies. Like, right, bring up the glasses. Uh, bring up the uh, lights a little bit. You can't bring the glasses up at all. All right, come on. All right, now wait a second. Now, ladies, you saw me Monday when I had the old school glasses. By the way, this is new school. This is uh, now I got new. What do you call new school glasses? Yes. What do you okay. think? No. They're. I guess I don't know. They're okay. They're okay. I wish you had the old ones so we could compare. Like. Damn it! They're down in my car. He's never worn glasses before. He just thinks of me. I've always hard. worn glasses. I've been working with you for three years. And you never wore glasses any of the times. Three goddamn years. All right, Corolla, go get my old glasses. Hurry, run. They're like in the a uh, a glasses case. <laughs> it's a. You don't want to you... say it over the air. <laughs> All right, turned off the mic. I don't want everybody looking. Now, hold on. What do you think? Without glasses or with glasses? Now, now, is this true about glasses that it makes you look smarter? You, you look like you've always have now. Mm. It's like crazy rapist or like keeps to himself rapist well, he's, with he's, the glasses on. I just want you putting like an Agane, uh jersey on. and uh... <laughs> What is it with you and the baseball references? Eric Gagne, who else gets that? 
Oddball? Your glasses. I mean, uh, in the military, whenever the guys go to the military the first time, they have to take their prescription glasses. They bring. You look them. like Polly Shore. And they they have they give them from in the army now or whatever that was. Standardized glasses, standard issue GI glasses, and they're called birth control glasses because you're not going to get any when you wear them. No, come on. Or maybe uh. No, these. Maybe are... Private Pile. <laughs> I look Private Pile with the glasses off. Um, no, these are Soho black. Crystal glasses. They're supposed to be the latest ray. Crystal. They saw you coming, didn't they? Really? <laughs> I right, come on, ladies. Be honest. Well, I definitely think without, first of all. Jesus, goddamn yeah, Christ. I, you know how much money I spent on new well, glasses? They, they should have asked your us eyes out. You, they, yeah. you can't see your eyes because they're so dark on the eyes. Definitely. But I thought the black looked cool with the goatee and everything. And the contrast with the bald white head. <laughs> yeah, I, you, Screw oh, you. I look great. Beat it. Yeah, you do have a very bald white head. But, um... The glasses just don't work for you. I I don't know why you put them on. I don't know why you started wearing them. I do. I've always worn glasses. I don't. I've known dubs. Well, it's time for a change. All right, here are the old ones. Oh my god. I I just bought these. What do you mean? All right, here are the old school glasses. I'll put them on. I can't even see anything. You never wore those before. I had them for three years. Look at them. They're all scratched and scuffed up. What do you mean I didn't wear glasses? Those are better because you can see your eyes more. I don't think they are. I think the the lenses are too big. Yeah, exactly. But now, and I read this thing, man. I was reading this whole thing that I got to, you know, you got to wear, if you got a round head, you need square frames (laughs) as opposed to if you have a square head, you wear round. It's true. I saw it on like Fark or something. Hold on a second. Now look at it. It's come on, it's classic, it's epic. No? I beat it. See you later. Thank you for coming in, ladies. All right. Thank you for coming in and ruining my day. Can I try them on? You want to try them yeah, on? Let me well, ladies, hold on. Let's right, uh let's, let's, let's now, does, it, does it make me look smarter at least? There's Corolla with glass. Now, Cor- <laughs> <laughs> what do you what's All wrong? Right, now you look oh better. <laughs> like I had about fifteen beers. You did. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me, all right, what are you doing? Give him my glasses. You're going to stumble and you're going to break them. After he put them on, I think you look, you look good with glasses. You wouldn't be that lucky. <laughs> yeah, because he's so disgusting. These glasses look good on me. All right, hold on a second. John, you're in the hideout. Hefe. Yeah. At least you're wearing those glasses rather than wearing those little, round, faggy, sensitive guy glasses. Yeah, I mean, actually, I would have worn those, but um, they don't fit. What do you mean they don't fit? I got a real big fat head. You do. And that's the other thing, too, that I went over to the... That's why I can't believe you started wearing glasses. I've always worn glasses, J-Dubs, and I went to my eye doctor. I thought you had LASIK. That's where I go. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. You guys know the same eye doctor? I don't know. Is he molesting you, too? Stop. (laughs) What is that? I said that out loud. (laughs) Um, Good call. DC, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, what's going on? Yo, brother. Hey, listen, man, uh, yeah, I own a glasses place uh, a little further south than the station, and I can hook you up with some glasses you can't even see on you and probably spend a lot less than what you Well, I don't know why he just place. doesn't wear them at all because he never had you wear them before. Dubs, well, be- <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, and now you're starting to drive me insane. I've always worn glasses, like probably since like the eighth grade. I've worn them since I've known you in Michigan. All right, I want to call your mom and ask her. You want to? All right, let's get my mom on the phone. Hold on a second, and thank you, DC. And I'm willing to take you up on that. And by the way, I was told a year ago that I was going to get LASIK surgery, and that never happened. Bateman, come here. For what? You don't need glasses. I've got glasses. I've worn glasses. There's my mother's phone number right there. Call her real quick. I want to talk to moms for a second. Hideout pass holder, Mantan, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? What's going on, Specs? 
I know I've personally hung out with you 10 to 15 times. Sexy I've specs. never seen you wearing glasses before. I've always... Never. You're killing me. You know what sucks? Is that on the website, we always black out the eyes... So I really have no proof of point or point of reference. Actually, my dad had a great idea. He uh, asked me about the blacking out the eyes thing. He's like, well, you guys don't do it on the video, so it doesn't make sense. Why don't you guys get a pair of glasses, get like a piece of wood that uh, and paint it black, and you know, you just have like little uh, holes drilled in it so you can see through it. Uh, a thousand, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right, man, <laughs> come on. And thank you. That's a great idea. Oh, my mom? Hey, mama. Well, hi, son. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, I'm doing, I, thank I, you for waking me up. Thank you. Hey, no problem. You're not working right now. You're okay, right? <laughs> I'm okay. Let me tell you the story about my mom. She was, uh, it dubs you appreciate this. She was coming back from getting food, and she was going She was going to the store, or going back to her school, and she falls. And she a, a curb snuck up and attacked her. And she fell and she broke her wrist. It, it it was the funniest thing ever, right, Mama? Yes, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, Mama. Mm-hmm, thank you, <laughs> Mama. Tell Dubs how long I've been wearing glasses. Honey, when did you start wearing glasses? What? Oh my God! No, I've always worn glasses. What is this? Honey, I don't remember you ever wearing glasses. I've been wearing glasses seriously since like the seventh grade. No, you haven't. You brag about your 2020 vision. You do. You always tell me how always great. You bragging about how great you can so see. So there's no prescription for your glasses. Is that what she's saying? All right. So now I got glasses that are. You're right. I've, Useless. I've been fooling you guys. I just figured the frames would look good. So you look smarter. All right, Mom. I love you. Hope you get better. Thank you, sir. Bye. Love you more. Bye. She's sweet. Aw. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Like all of a sudden, I'm being. This is this is why I've got that paranoia. This is why I got that mind paranoia. Where I think people are wearing my shirts and then hanging them back up in my closets. Well, you now guys start wearing your fake glasses. Because you guys are conspiring <laughs> against me. Turd Ferguson, you're in the hideout. Hey boys, what's cracking? Yo. Yo. I just want to say, El Jefe, I can relate. On my high school lacrosse team. They didn't have a helmet that was big enough for my head, so I had to get one custom fit. And I also wear glasses, so they have to custom order all my frames from, like, Italy. or What size What size is your head? You was like a size 8 or something? Like, they don't even make lacrosse helmets in the size I wear. They had to... You're mongoloid? Seriously. It's like, like watermelon. Do you have Down syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what's... All right, hold on a second. Now I'm going to admit to something. I remember playing Charlie middle Brown. school football. <laughs> Charlie Brown. But... I remember playing middle school football, but my head was so big that they had to get my my helmet from the high school, and well, I had to wait like a week later so they could pick it up from the high school because my head was that fat. Well, I had a pretty big head in school too, but what I had to do every year, I had to shave my head before I played football. And yeah, that's how you got around it. We can paint your head orange, Looks okay. like a big pumpkin. Thank you, Oddball. Thank you. You're really helping right now. Everybody's pick on Hefe. Never heard a show where the host get gets picked on and be made to feel. Paranoid more. Well, no, no, our hosts wear fake glasses. It's not fake. Why does your mom even say you're a liar? And I don't know what the hell her problem is. <laughs> Bitch. There's nothing wrong with her. She's a great woman. I said, can you go on the air with us? It's nothing embarrassing. She goes, I don't know if I believe that. And I go, it's about his glasses that he wears. And she goes, I never realized he wore glasses. All right, the la- Where to God? This to know how, like, uh, probably my, my mom doesn't ever want to go on the air with us again. Because the last time we had her on the air was for Mother's Day, and we played this Mother's Day game, and I ended up losing like out of the game that we were playing between everybody in the studio, and we had to admit something embarrassing about our mothers. So I had to call my mom, 
on Mother's Day, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and admit that I had been rummaging through her stuff in her drawer and found her sex toy. A week earlier. And that I had accidentally smelled it. And, oh, my God. And I had to call her on Mother's Day and tell her this. Didn't you have something you wanted to ask uh, Jen here, your uh, Mason friend? Will you marry me? <laughs> oh, so sweet. Really? I got a ring. Really? In the car. Squat, onion five, ring. Six carrots. Yeah, onion ring. Six carrots. Fruit loop okay. that's been I'll sitting do. there. What do you? What is it? What do you want to ask? Uh, you had something that you wanted to ask. Asking? Oh, about the. Uh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Stuff. Right. Hey, we, I was wondering if uh, you, I would be so honored as to uh, you to accompany me. Stuttering Stanley. Yeah. To a uh, <laughs> party, um, where there's going to be people at. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Are you retarded? Um. Doing the best I can. No, you're not. I swear, I coached him. I was like, here's the situation. Porno Dan is having his annual 30th birthday party this Saturday. And I want to take a tape recorder out there. I figure Corolla can be our roving reporter. But I think it would help if he had a hot, fun chick with him who's got a little radio experience, who's been in the hideout, who could go and help him out. And they can go do a whole little team thing. And so I told him. Will you just call her and ask her if she'll go with you so that you guys can get a whole, uh, you know, like, thing for the show together? No, man, I don't know if I can do that, bro. I'm like, you're not asking her out on the date. You're not asking Aww. her to the prom. You're asking. There's a great opportunity for her to get if a little exposure. If you're not asking her for, to the prom, why did he bring a corsage? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> you pin know, it on her. Pin it on her. You know what? Don't worry about it. You know what, Jen? I'm not going to put you through that. Yeah, Jen's going to go with me. Anyway. Get, will you, I'm, okay. I'm not playing. Get your hands off <laughs> and, of her. Boy, and I see those roofies in your hand, and it's not cool. It, <laughs> it's really, really <laughs> disgusting. Hefe could see him if he uh, had glasses. All right. I, you know, I'm taking a break now. <laughs> I'm going to go dig up some pictures and prove to you guys that I've been wearing glasses. It's going to be a bunch of pictures of him with glasses drawn on. <laughs> Fake little mustache. More coming up in the hideout. Acting like you can grow facial hair or something. It's all half and J. I got a beard, man. I got a beard and glass. It's the hideout mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. That's the best of to uh, everyone else listening. I'm Tommy Bateman. I'll be here with you for the rest of the night. we got some great stuff coming up, such as Matt Albert moves down to live with Hefe, and then Matt Albert is too lazy to drive Sid Kata, his best friend, to the airport because he's a stupid son of a bitch. Right now we got uh, Mad Matt flubbing the mixtapes when he hosted them for the very first time. You heard him yesterday hosting here and there. This is the first time he hosted, and it was, uh, well, just better to play. It's Hideout Mixtapes for Radio 104.1. Putin had to leave because he didn't want to hear this. He said he heard Matt Matt Mateo hosting the mixtapes, and it drove him insane. It got him angry. Right. So we were on a vacation, as everybody else was, and we do the uh, hideout mixtapes, and we like to have someone actually be here to introduce the segments, let you know it's a lot of uh, the stuff from the past seven months here, some of the older D.C. stuff, and just really a chance for you to get caught up. Now, here's the thing about Matt Matt. I thought he did... I liked some of the stuff that he was doing. He was getting in there. He was using some phrases. He knows the segments and knows the show. Yeah, he knows the which up, I, down, and around. Which I really love because he even recalled some things and threw some extra stuff in there, which I thought was really, really good. He was sick for a couple of days, in all fairness. However, this is, I think, the way it all got started that first Friday night we were on vacation. Okay. 
Good evening. How are you? Welcome to the Best of the Hideout Mixtapes. I am Mad Matt Mateo, heretic turned hair check collector, I guess you could say, bringing you the best of the best of the best, the best night show in Orlando, best comedic night show in Orlando, I guess you could say. Funniest night so show uh, in we'll be bringing all this to you for the next uh, three hours, four, no, four hours. <laughs> if you have any questions on anything, give me a call, 407-916-1041. Toll-free, 888 All right, now, this is his first time on the air. Maybe he's a little nervous. What kind of questions could you have for him? He he said that all the time. If you have any questions, call me. Just talk to me. Give me some human contact. Sorry. Please call. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's that prototypical DJ thing mm-hmm. where, you know, you're sitting there and you're spinning tones. And you're just throwing out the phone number for no real reason. Oh, yeah. You always do that. The well, quest lines are open. Hoping for, honestly, what you're hoping for, some chick to call up and say, hey, I want to give you a... Yeah. If you play the uh, the segment of Hot Sauce, I'll come up and give you a handy. All right. You know one of those are coming up there somewhere, so you're good. All right. Matt Albert says, Derone has the energy of a slug, but he was still better than Mad Matt. Give Aww. Mad Matt a chance. And that isn't a reason for you to pump your fists over there, douche chill. All right, we'll continue. This is the, still the first break for Mad Matt Mateo? Okay. Yeah. Good evening. How are you? Welcome to the best of the hideout mixtape. Did it start oh, over? I yeah, hold on a sec. Mateo. You can just keep it going. That's fine. Yeah, we didn't get that too far into so it. Bringing you the best of the best of the best. The best night show <laughs> in Orlando. It's even rougher the second time. night show in Orlando, I guess you could say. So uh, we'll be bringing all this to you for the next uh, three hours, four, no, four hours. If you have any questions on <laughs> anything, on. give me a call, 407-916-1041, toll-free, 888-978-1041. Uh, the guys aren't in the studio, but I'll be happy to answer any questions about any of the segments you hear. And uh, listen up, enjoy, and get a history. First up, we got some DC stuff right. from back... Matt Albertson's first question, why do you suck? All right, that's not... Come on, be nice to the guy. He's a heretic. He's collecting a hair check. And give him a question that he can answer. And that's not nice. In the day before they were in Orlando, this is where parents can't discipline their children and Hefe's mom calls him fat. Should be good, so... Listen up and uh, give me a call if you have any questions. You listen to the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. This is the Hideout Mixtapes. All right, so... All right, now keep it going. So this is about to play the segment. Yep. Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio! I hear that in my sleep. <laughs> you should start talking anytime here, Hefe. Yeah, the, sh- the segment should have been starting. Uh oh. <laughs> the hell? Sorry, kids have technical difficulty here. Hang on. What the hell, dude? I was listening at home. I was like, oh my god, what is going on? Are you still going? He's panicking. All right, what he just did, and can you just kind of re-cue it to where the, uh, it sounds like he was taking out the CD. Yeah. And then it just starts humming. Well, we need to make some kind of noise here. I can't just sit here fiddling with the... Well, I guess I can hum. Why Why not just play a song? That's what I'm saying. Just play a song or go to commercials. 
Do something. I don't even know what this humming is. <laughs> he's looking over the CD player right now, trying to keep his mouth on the mic while he's humming for some reason. Hold on, it gets better. This was on Help. the air. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Oh, oh, you're killing me. Were you there, Tommy? Yes. What? I, what? Oh. Tom, oh, oh. You're an accomplice to this abortion. No, I was in the production room. This is all still going live on the air. This is what happened Friday at 7. My name is Phil.com. Oh, Jesus. So it wasn't even the segment about... Hey, turn the computer down because there's a noise there. So it wasn't even the segment about my mom calling me fat. All right, joining us on the phone right now, Mad Matt Mateo. What's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, uh, host of the mixtapes. Can I, can I give you a little bit of a... Um... I don't know what happened in that first one. And I, I, I assume wrong CD or the CD didn't fire. Well, yeah. Well, um, the show. Well, when Brand does the uh, best of the Phillips file, he mm -hmm. has it set in mini disc, I guess. Okay. So it's and, just, it, instead of because we play ours off of regular CDs as opposed to off of uh, the mini disc recorders or whatever. Exactly. And I didn't know there was a little button at the top to press to switch it over from mini disc to CD. So now the big thing though is you just uh, humming. Yeah, well, I, I tried to improvise the best I could because I didn't, have, best? I didn't have the song base set up. Okay, all right, so all right, now uh, Deuce Joe has a comment. Yeah, Deuce Joe. Uh, hey, at least I was there, Deuce Joe. I didn't take the whole week off like you did. Hey, if if you don't know that that button is there on the board, you're not fit to be running the show. I, you know, and here's the thing. I gotta say, I like about Mad Matt is he knows the show and he was doing so. All right, Mad Matt, why don't you uh, listen while we play your second air check? Oh God, okay. We have a whole bunch of these. This is gonna be a thing all we're gonna do all week because I love uh, it. Awesome. All right, go ahead, uh, Chunks. And I'm sure somewhere right now, Hefe is jumping around in his little tidy whities to this song. Uh, I don't even know what that is. That's gay. What is that? What, what kind of a reference is that to the host? I don't know. I thought I'd give you some insight. If you wanted to be accurate, you would uh, mention the skid marks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, skid marks. Uh, and that they're holy. Uh, welcome back into the hideout. Uh, I'm Mad Matt Mateo, running the hideout mixtapes tonight for the most of the rest of the week. Uh, if you have any questions, give me a call. 479-161041, toll free 888-978-1041. Coming up next, we have Darone defeats it, defends his belt against UCF student and includes a rematch. And, uh, uh, you know, you see, er, uh, uh, Drone there is, uh, he's, what uh, he's a pretty good at, uh, uh, beating women. Hey, Dick Clark, get it together. Yeah, come on. When did you stroke out, Mad Matt? I was dead sick for like three days. All right, so that you're blaming on the sickness. Well, I have to a little bit because I was delusional. I was lucky to find the Whoever hired you was. And, uh, uh you know, you see, <laughs> er, uh, uh, Drone there is, uh, he's, uh, he's uh, pretty good at, uh, uh, beating women. And that's it, and then what? It goes, <laughs> it goes to the segment. Yeah. Okay. Now Matt Albert says, "All right, the problem with the first clip is that Mad Matt forgot his talent at home and didn't know what to do." Why is he even talking? At least I've gotten laid in the last three years. Now, see, I don't understand what the hatred is from Matt Albert to you. I don't even know. He didn't talk to me during the show at all or anything. So I mean, if he had a problem with it, he should have just called me. And then he says, <laughs> "Yeah, you need someone to." He says, begging. "He figures humming." works at the rest stop stall so it should work on the air. Uh, oh. At least I don't look like Kool-Aid. 
Oh, it's actually true, Matt. He got you on that one. Matt, uh, Matt Albert. Well, I got to tell you. All right, people are saying you pulled an Ashley Simpson. Um, I we, did do a little dance while we, doing we it. We started doing the whole uh, the hoedown dance. Now, is yeah. there anything in particular that you would like to bring up uh, from the um, from the mixtape hosting the, that you would like to bring up to us before we go any further? I don't think so, unless you guys got a surprise in there I don't know about. All right, the one that pissed me off, and I wanted to reach through my radio and punch you in your throat, was uh, if you got any questions for us, 7916-1041, go ahead and call me because I'm uh, on board up here. So, uh, sorry about that. Well, yeah. You know, you get up there for Hey, hours. stupid! You're trying to sell the segments. You don't talk about how bored you are playing the mixtapes. I was lonely. Get on MySpace of the I Am. That's what you do up there. All right. Other than that, I think you did great. Thank you. Right. I did. I tried and, the best uh, I, you know, you see, or, uh, a drone there is a, he's a, he's a pretty good at uh, uh, beating women. All right. Here's what's going to be awesome. Uh, this segment, market for the mixtapes, you're going to have to sit there and run this and listen to your own shame. Oh, damn it. All right. There he is, Mad Mad Mateo. From heretic to heretic collector. I understand. He's new to the business. Takes him a little while. He's just, you know what he is? He's doing, he's making DJ 101 mistakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, did I tell you? I'm going through and I'm cleaning out my uh, my place and I found a DJ's guide to becoming a talk show host. Like it's a guide that we got to come in and read on the air one night. Just about how to be a good talk show host. I believe I've read it before. Like when you're coming from being a disc yeah. jockey yeah, to being I've read a talk it. show host. <laughs> so that ought to be a lot of fun. The Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Tommy Bateman. Join us Monday, August 7th from 7 to 11 p.m. as we... Broadcast live from Extreme Midget Wrestling at Sun on the Beach, located in the center of Old Town in Kissimmee. For tickets, call 407-719-3610. They're $15 in advance at 20th Door. And just a little reminder, Heretic Basketball has been moved to Rollins College this Saturday. For those uh, wanting to go, contact EJ from the U. This next segment is, I believe, is from January. It's when Matt Alberts... At the time, 500 pounds, six foot whatever, black virgin from Frederick, Maryland, moved down to live with Hefe. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Matt Albert has moved in with me, and he is Boy. now part of the Hideout. Uh, I know a place he can shower if you'd like. <laughs> it's probably, probably the only thing that can facilitate the big fat ass. Uh, by the way, congratulations to Juan Quinolis of Orlando. He uh, he got qualified. He got the last qualification for the MSF biker course over at Orlando Harley with me. So congratulations, Juan. Um, all right, now Matt, you took the auto train down with your mom and your sister. Yeah. What happened? Um, my sister and I both got farted on by a bunch of old guys because you know they're old. It's been 14 hours into the trip. Actually, there's pictures of that online on LemonParty.org. Yeah, yeah. LemonParty.org. Matt's and, the one laying down. And uh he's the bad. <laughs> I've been told size. I've been told I'm comfy. But mm-hmm. and uh we, they're walking by and every time the guy would take a step, you hear you'd hear he take another step. 
And he wouldn't say, excuse me. He'd just act like he was looking for his baggage up on the racks. And so he was just farting as he went. Yeah. He probably didn't realize it. How old was he? Uh, 80, maybe. Yeah. Old people don't realize when they fart. <laughs> I remember my grandpa would just be walking around farting out of nowhere, and you would never, I'd go, oh, gross, Grandpa. I, oh, I didn't even notice. They know. That's just their, they've been alive for so long, they don't care. Yeah, I guess after a while, you have a license to fart whenever you want. I can't wait for that. I mean, I kind of do it now. Yeah. I noticed. So that's what the smell is in every chair. And, um... Even in the kitchen. And the you refrigerator. Al- also, you said there was something about watching the people maneuver in the aisle. Yeah, the old people... The train shakes, you know, yaws a little bit, and they'd walk, and every step, they'd bang themselves into a chair, and I was just waiting to hear that crack of a hip breaking. And you just know, because a couple of them fell, and they'd hit their head, they'd hit their head against the door in between the cars, and you just like, oh, no, I'm going to have to help that guy up. All right, so then Matt gets here with his mom and his sister, uh-huh. and they're just sweet as can be. They really, I was very impressed. Total opposite to me. Your sister's very talkative, um, unlike you, and your mom's just kind of somewhere in between. And so we, I have to go to Walmart with them, then we go eat at Panera, then we go over to Target. It's a whole day with the Alberts, all right? What were you guys buying? Uh, shelves and uh, food. And here's what he, I'm like, make sure they take you to Publix and buy you some food before they leave, because, you know, they're buying, you know, buying them some stuff, getting them set up down here. What do they get him? Uh, Cool Ranch Doritos (laughs) and a whole bunch of Chef Boyardee ravioli. Hey, that's how I live, man. Mini ravioli? Mini ravioli. Well, any ravioli to use mini. There's nothing, there's no large (laughs) Even if it's the size of a cake, it's still mini. (laughs) It still fits in the palm of your hand. So anyway, um, apparently, uh, Matt Albert, his sister, pulls him aside, and what happened? She uh, kind of pulls me aside. You know, my mom's out of you know earshot, and she says, "Do you need condoms?" It's <laughs> like, it's like, uh, what? What did you say? Do you need condoms? Should I buy you condoms? I'm thinking. I said to her, I don't need condoms. I'm like a priest. Yeah, because you're a virgin. And uh, she just... Celibate. Like, and she says to me, whatever. And she walks out of the room and goes to the So store. your sister thinks you're getting ass? Uh, apparently. From where? Because you don't never leave. You never left your house in Frederick. I don't know. Does, does she think your uh, your uh, computer can contract something? <laughs> because that's the only thing that catches your bluge. <laughs> or, the, or the gold's gym towel you got me. You're, thank you for that. All right. So, so did she end up buying you condoms? Uh, yeah, and she, <laughs> and when she got it for me, she, uh, she cornered me in the kitchen and said, "I bought you these. I'm gonna hide them so mom can't find them. And when I go to look for, and when I go, uh, went to look for them, I can't find them. So they're totally worthless to me. Not like I'd be using them anyway, but now that's I, the point. I'm convinced that 06 is the year that you get laid, and I'm glad your sister. <laughs> I'm glad your sister got you condoms. I have so many prospects. Did she get you magnums or regular or did she X, make an X, assumption? L, magnums. All right, and, so uh, she, you know. She did get you magnums. Yeah, it's, it's like a For what, a shower cap? <laughs> so, so then the other thing that Matt tells me, because he has a friend who used to come up in the old school days of the hideout, his buddy Mute Rob. Mm-hmm. Now, for some reason, there were two 20-something 
black virgins that lived in Frederick, Maryland, where he's from. Just a breeding ground. And Mute Rob would drive Matt Albert an hour and a half from where he was to the studios in Washington, D.C. Well, eventually your cousin started bringing you down or whatever, but you, Matt, Mute Rob is one of your best friends. Yeah, he is my best friend. And so I'm talking... I'm like, so is Mute Rob, is he sad about the fact that you have moved and you've left him? And what did you say? I said, uh, I haven't told him yet. What and do you mean you haven't told him yet? How often do you talk to Mute Rob? I talk to him every day. And so, you never brought up the fact no, that you're moving. I never brought it up. How, how many times have you talked to him since you've been here? Twice. And I talked to him when I got home from the Snoop Dogg concert. And I said, he said, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, nothing. I'm not doing anything. Just a little tired. Just, but never mind the fact that you just went to go see Snoop Dogg. Yeah, in Florida. And that was your first, and that was your first concert too, right? Exactly. Now, you, uh, how often do you actually go outside of, uh, your house and hang out with him? Uh, he doesn't leave the house. He leaves the house less than I do. He only goes to school once, he only has a class once a month in his school. What? So it's a like a speech class for his community college. That's good since he's mute. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't talk. And uh I, I'm getting this that mute Rob has been so depressed he won't get out of bed and that he pees in bottles exactly. so that he doesn't have to get up. Exactly. He he told wow, me the hey. other day <laughs> that he's been doing that for a couple of weeks. I'm like Do you That's... want I right, do you have his phone number? I don't have his phone number. Well I only talked to him on the IM. That's that's how all my relationships are. I only talk to people when I am. So when are you going to let him know that his best friend well, has moved to uh, kill Florida? <laughs> when I'm down here he'll for you. He'll chug that he bottle. Like, <laughs> one day he's going to show up to your house and be like, hey, you want to uh, play some video games? And your, your poor mother's going to have to break it to him. <laughs> it's like, uh, Matt didn't tell you, but I... Why didn't you tell him? Because he's kind of a jinx. <laughs> Just his luck is horrible. His luck might be worse than mine. <laughs> Because everything he touches just turns to crap. So you were you afraid that this Hot. would somehow move, like, just jinx you from getting the move down here, or what? Like, all of a sudden I'd become, like, chunks and just not be able to do anything right. And, you know, step out in car washes and do that stuff. <laughs> Alright, so have you ever been to the point where you're moving, and you're just not going to tell your best friend in the world that you're literally moving t from the northeast to the southeast? From Frederick, Maryland it's to Orlando, like, Florida. It's not like you just moved to a different apartment in the same town. Yeah. I moved to And a you're totally... still having conversations with him under the guise of the fact that you're across town from him. I might say, ah, I went past South Frederick the other day. Uh, it was pretty fun. <laughs> you, actually, you actually drop hints that you're still in town? <laughs> I, I, I did last night. <laughs> I said I, I, drew, I drove past a... Uh, Denny's? Uh, Dead Rabbit past a... Uh, wise market um i don't know i'm not sure why i did it but just to you know, right, have so, fun and then the other <laughs> thing that happens with matt albert on saturday is the redskins game now matt albert is a tremendous redskins fan and so the redskins were losing early on mm -hmm. and he got up and went to his room for a second and then all of a sudden the redskins started making a push <laughs> so for some reason he, in his weird, convoluted mind, thinking that the world revolves around his big, heavy ass, he thinks, all right, I'm going to stay in my room and sit in the dark because the Redskins are moving the ball now. <laughs> so we, he turned up, we turned up the um, volume really loud 
so he could listen to the game in his room while sitting there in the dark while the Redskins began to make a comeback. I cannot rip on him for that. I, if I'm doing something and the Lions start doing well, which usually isn't that often, <laughs> I'll keep on doing it until they stop doing well, and then I'll go back to what I was doing before. And then he, I had to sit in the living room. Like That was part of the whole way the stars were aligning. Yes, you have to stay where you are. He has to stay where he was. Him in the dark in his room, me in the living room watching the game, and somehow the two of our fat asses in Orlando is affecting the the gameplay in Seattle. It's the stupidest thing that I've ever heard in my life. It worked for half a drive. And then half what a drive. <laughs> and, and then what ended up happening? Uh didn't they fumble it? It was like a fumble or something. They were like, all right, never mind, I guess I'll go ahead and come back out. I don't understand how the stars had to realign as far as that was concerned for the skins. So then the other thing happens. So we go out to get some uh, food. Mm-hmm. And Matt Alberts, and we're going to get him on this at some point, his fear is driving in Florida and getting lost. So we were driving around doing some stuff, and we went to a Burger King. We got some food. And so he's thinking, you know, and so we were thirsty, this, that, and the other. We're on our way back to my apartment. And he was like, uh, did we get the drinks? And I had actually set the drinks in the back. Mm-hmm. And I guess he didn't see it. I don't know how he didn't see it. So the drinks are in the Salivating. back. The drinks are in the back seat, and he goes, "Did we get the drinks?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know what? They didn't get us the drinks." Tell you what, I'm trying to set up your computer back at my place. Why don't I go set up your computer now that we got the part? And this is the reason we didn't get to make it to bowling. Mm-hmm. And then you can go back to Burger King and get our drinks. Well, he's so deathly afraid of getting lost, he's like, no, man, it's dark. I can't go out. I can't drive. Did you drive tonight? No, no I couldn't find my keys. <laughs> yeah, he's already lost his keys. Did you take your breast? <laughs> it might be under it. Uh, so, I got a key rack under there. So I tell him, I'm like, dude, and he's like, oh, it's not that big a deal. So it's because he doesn't want to drive. I'm like, no, dude, I paid for those drinks. I need you to either go back and get the lemonades or give me the money for the drinks since you won't go get it. So he opens up his wallet, ready to give me $3, because he's literally not willing to make the two turns in the mile drive back to the Burger King. Tell me if I'm imagining the right thing. Is it a Velcro wallet? No. Okay. No. (laughs) A blue Velcro wallet. (laughs) A Dick Tracy Velcro wallet. (laughs) Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. The other thing I have to ask Matt personally, because you're six foot five, 500 pounds, you may be down to 450, because everyone who sees him, Soul Brother Kevin, Gomer, even Chunks, when you guys are seeing him for the first time in these uh, last couple of days, everyone keeps asking him if he's losing weight. Now, here's the thing. Every time they ask that, I laugh. <laughs> Because I don't know how you, uh, a person that fat, how you could even begin to tell that they've lost weight. I, I don't know how to respond to it right now. Because uh, when SBK brought it up, I was like, Because uh, you think he's skitting on you or something. Yes, exactly. Like just calling you a real fat bastard <laughs> to your face. I was like, I thought he was just trying to be nice. It's like, yeah, I'm just... And then Chunk says it, so apparently you have lost weight. I, I guess. How much weight have you lost? I don't know. I haven't uh, weighed myself. When was the last time you got on a scale? Uh, uh, I I weighed so I could uh get on the auto train. No, I I weighed <laughs> so I could play football in ninth grade. How much? That's the last time you took a <laughs> yeah. 
How much did you weigh then? I think I weighed like 260. In the ninth grade? Yeah, I was a, I was a kind of a big kid. Do we have a scale here? I thought the monsters had a scale around here for uh, when they were weighing Tiffany and Drunky. Can we see if we have a scale? I think those things only go up to four bills. Do you think you're over four bills, Matt? Probably. I would say so. He's a tall mother. Why don't you get on the scale? If we got a scale, would you sure. get on it? Sure. Just so that we could finally put it to bed how much you weigh? Well, if it goes over, I'm not sure how well that's going to work. Would that break your heart if you got on the scale and you weighed more than was allowed for that particular scale? As long scale? as it doesn't say, get off that ass, I think I should be good. I think that's basically what it's telling you when it doesn't register <laughs> anymore. Yeah. I think it sends a silent alarm to Richard Simmons. He'll be holding your head hand bedside in about three hours. <laughs> Come on, with get, you. You can oh, have that, God, that candy bar. It's three deal a meal cards. Uh, 407-916-1041, Let's see if we can find the scale. Now, uh, Miss Melinda, you're in here. You see Matt Albert. And I know you're happily married. Yes. If not, though... Looking at Matt, is Matt the kind of guy that you would be willing to sleep with? Okay, and now I know Matt pretty well because we've been talking for a long time mm-hmm. now. I love Matt Albert. Yes, I would. You if would... I wasn't married, now... I would totally give a chance to Matt Albert. Do you think uh, your husband would be mad if you just touched it through the pants? Come on. Through the pants. Touch the crowbar, honey. Come on. <laughs> Does that mean it has a slight curvature at the end? Have... Yes. <laughs> Um, and it's also touch. split, so <laughs> like a snake like tongue. <laughs> the same joke. Jeez. There we go. It's like we're twins. I think it's. Uh, I no, you're not. Very odd twins. Same breasts. Uh, yeah, uh, both D cups. Yeah. All right, Miss Melinda. When we take, a, let's take a break and come back. And can you at least show Matt a little bit about what he's missing out on? I will flash the boobs. You know that. All right, Matt. And How I'll, about more? And I want you yes. to... Yes, how about more? Can we see the milk dud? I'm kind of big. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman with you here. I know it's exciting. Join us Mondays. We're broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee. Uh, not only will we have extreme midgets wrestling in a cage, we'll have Wild Bill out there as well, which we should probably be in a cage. Just from everything I've seen and been around him, he's kind of a scary guy. And in this next segment, speaking of scary, it's uh, the Trinity of Comedy demo that uh, former intern Sidkeda, myself, and Matt Albert did on air. I don't know how I got talked into this or why it was even put on air or how any of this came about. I haven't listened to this back since, um, since the time I actually did it, and I... Probably will walk out of the studio for the next 10 minutes as this plays. And I think a little bit later this hour, we're going to check in with Matt Albert and see how he's doing up in Frederick, Maryland on his vacation. And later we have, oh, I don't know, smashing a PS2 maybe and uh, stealing a certain member of the show's phone and, and uh, you know, and suing havoc on his crush, as well as a bunch of other stuff that I probably shouldn't be playing on the air. It's the Hideout Mixtapes for Radio 104.1. I take no responsibility for this segment. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the hideout. Now it's called the Trinity of Comedy. I am, I guess, the El Jefe of the uh, moment. I'm Tommy Bateman. To my left is Sid Cada, and to my right is the very huge, dark Matt Alberts. How are you guys? How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing fine. All right, I think that was the end of the show. It was. I thank everyone for tuning in. Where's the closing music? Oh God, for the love of God! How did you guys talk me into this? You just go into this thinking it's going to be bad. Yes, because it is. Here's here's what the call I get today at like 4.30 as I'm leaving my house. Hey, we're doing a half-hour show. What? Yeah, we're doing a half-hour show. Okay, I have a lot of stuff I need to do before uh, the show, the regular show, and now I have to do some planning for our own show. But you've literally been sulking since you've been at the station. Yes. There's not been one sort of... Because I have not looked forward to this all night long. I don't see why not. Because the first 30 seconds is always easy, and then after that, it's impossible. <laughs> it's not impossible. We've actually got a couple good things lined up. Uh, starting with Chunks, actually. Chunks, uh, you've got a brand new uh, CD out? Actually, yes. I have been in the works for releasing a new CD. Can't do that material. That's for the hideout. That's property of the hideout. Shut up, property of the Trinity <laughs> of Comedy. I'm Shut sorry. up. You don't get Shut it. Up. It's too funny for your show. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a listen to it. You want to uh, prep this in any way, Chunks? Uh, it's not even listening. I uh, I can't find it. <laughs> it's uh, on the cart wall. Uh, no. I made it a uh, special pink button for you. I can't there. find it <laughs> at all. I told you this was going to... All right, well, let's start saying the N-word then, since we have some time to fill. Let's have that Mexican constructor one back there. How about that? Hey, Matt, say the N-word. Do it. You can do it. Do it. Come on. We have time first to time in now. Central Florida. Well, it's not going to be the first time. I saw Rosewood. <laughs> no, I plenty s- of hangings and. <laughs> I screamed it while you were sleeping last night over your bed. <laughs> is that is that what the singing was? Oh. Swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> All right, fine. We won't play uh, Chunks' uh, new CD then. I should probably give out the phone numbers because I'm sure everyone's dying to call because the show is so wonderful. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Hey Sid, what TV shows did you watch when you were younger? I know I used to watch Small Wonder and Syndication. Just off the top of my head. Segway of the champions. Yeah, that was the worst ever. <laughs> what? It's just off the top of my head. <laughs> you weren't reading at all. No, I was not reading anything. It was fluent. Wow, look at those phone lines lit up. Mm. You know, I don't even know how to hang up on these. Mm. Mm. It's not good. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Try, try the one below it. Try the one below it. I uh, don't. Oh, there it is. There we go. I, I think I heard a voice. Yeah? Did you? No. You sure you know how to work that, or is it like chunks running the board? No, I have no idea what I'm doing over here. None at all. Oops, I actually hung up on uh, somebody that was actually on hold. Oh, well. It was something about some girl wanted to do you from Maury, Matt. Oh. So let's get back to that N-word. Well... I hate negotiating, <laughs> and I hate E-U-A-M. reneging on bets, and I also hate... Uh... All right, well, I think it's time to go to commercial now. Don't you, Sid? Not at all. This show is going Hey, line great. one's ringing. Get on it back there. <laughs> they hung up. Take your thumb off it. <laughs> that was Don't my break line. your thumb. I was going to steal that one. <laughs> That's a little inside joke there. You don't have enough sunglasses for that joke. Hey, Dubs, I just dropped a pin. Can you come in here and get it? All right, okay, all right. Enough already. (laughs) 
So, uh, Matt, how's your computer running down here? I know you uh, hooked it up to Hefe's router at his house and are stealing bandwidth from people around him. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to say that because it's illegal. But, yeah, the hookup's going pretty good. I'm downloading everything I can find. The porn. I just hope the to music. God you get a, a virus and have to call like uh, the, the computer people to get a little help there. I, I that's one of my big fears of some, of my computer breaking and them. I actually I did get a chance something there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did get a chance to look at uh, Matt's porn collection on his computer. It was like over a thousand videos and pictures. No, I, it was a. Uh, it's 726 videos. I'm the master of the dildo. And 3,500 pictures, mostly of hardcore oral. And, you know, that's what I like to do. What is it about oral that you like so much? I like the slobbering, as you can tell by my shirt. No, <laughs> seriously, what do you like about it? Um, okay, I guess we can't talk about that. I thought I was being safe enough, but apparently not. So, back to those old TV shows, Sid. Downloading I'm, I'm glad Sleepy Rodriguez could wake up, and thanks. It's literally the only thing there is to do at Hefe's house. <laughs> There's five channels on TV. There's no cable. Can't even watch Maury. It's 125 degrees. It's like Guadalajara. And you I'm really gonna, can't I'm move keep dropping Mexican jokes, just so you know. Just keep dropping them like they're jumping beans. Go ahead, Ted. I got so it. those old TV shows, um, Small Wonder was really great. And, um, yeah. You had a okay, story, though, about, um, you called a customer service line? No, no, I didn't. I was trying to set Matt up with the computer thing, but that went to hell. So uh, uh, let's just uh, move on. Hey, let's... Uh, Let's try this. Let's sit in silence. <laughs> Let's take a phone call. It says, Mr. Mom thinks the show is awesome. I'm sure it will be. Mr. Mom, you're on the air. I'd love to come in there with a dildo sword and kill all of you. Okay. You know, we've actually done that for a bit, and uh, it worked out pretty well. A dildo yeah. fencing. I won. Yeah. You guys suck. I kept school. I'm the master of the dildo. Thank you, Jody. Uh, Sanford, he apparently loves the show as well. Sanford, you're on the uh, Trinity of Comedy. I love your son. Um, yeah, I had something funny to say, but I think I'll continue with your current format and avoid making anyone laugh. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. I, I thought you could pick good callers. I feel like it's Rage Cage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making inside jokes that no one gets? Oh, I don't care. Like, anyone's laughing now. Oh, I told you guys this is going to happen we should have practiced. And now Sid gets to leave because he can go back to D.C. and never has to hear about this again. And now I have to sit here and hear about it. Do I have to listen to that freaking cackle on the way home. <laughs> I told it wouldn't work. While he's pounding the dashboard as he's talking. Sorry, Miss F.A. Shut up! For Christ's sake! So how's your first full week living with Hefe? Next to two of them, my favorite band. The smell of refried beans and just jockstrap odor. It just cleats that haven't had Lysol in them since the Stone Age. And uh, just failed baseball dreams, that smell that is bad. everywhere. Get it? Mother Mary statues literally littered all over the house. 
it's it's like the set of laws with the Mother Mary, Mother Mary statue. Now, I saw that bathroom before you moved in, Matt, and it was pretty disgusting. And then I heard your sister actually was nice enough to clean it for you. And now that Sid has, now that you've been there for a week and Sid has been there for two or three days, how's the uh, bathroom looking now? I have to some pee. Of the, some of the most disgusting thing I have ever done is go in there after Sid has taken a shower. Because you just know that water on the floor has been on Sid's naked body. And you don't want to, you don't, you want to put your socks and your shoes on and go in there. And here's the thing too, I used Matt soap directly to the skin. <laughs> and you know what I you know what I do cuz I know you do it. I uh I run it under the water for a good 5 minutes before I use it. Why don't you just put some soap on your soap? Would that even work? <laughs> I hate myself. I want to die. <laughs> I think we need to break now. Got them to laugh. Yeah, out of pity. I hate you, Sid, for making me do this. And we well, um, got some phone calls. Yeah, good phone calls. The, they're finally just now coming up because no one hit tab for a while, because uh, the big tongue back there is taking over the big head position of not hitting tab. All right, uh, hopefully Hefe will be back as uh, I quit. And you're listening to the Trinity you know, of Hefe Comedy. Hefe Thomas with that beard. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. All right, I'm walking out. See you. Hello, we're back live. Not that that last segment wasn't live, but I'm joined by a special guest. Hello, special guest. Are you there? All right, I'm walking out. Forget it. <laughs> Screw you guys. Uh, if you haven't realized, it's Tommy Bateman. On the phone is Matthew Albert, <laughs> who uh, is... Thank in... you for using my legal name. <laughs> Matthew Alexander Albert. <laughs> He's back in Frederick, Maryland, on a little vacation, and I don't know what he's on vacation from. Oh, but... that hard working working schedule I have. You know, waking up at three o'clock, then uh, you know, not dressing very well, not combing my hair, then going into the station and talking for four hours. So, Matt, Matthew, uh, Alexander, Albert, <laughs> since you've been back in Maryland, you've had fried chicken, ham, more fried chicken, brownies, cherry, yeah, cherry pie. And uh, about a million other things. And you got a haircut. Have you done anything else since we last talked to you? I just got back from TGI Fridays. Does that count? I hate that. nice fajita combo, steak and chicken. You're the only person that has ever text messaged me, the Golden Corral is dangerous because you can eat too much. I'm tired. <laughs> and that's a real text message that I got on my phone two nights ago. I felt dizzy afterwards. <laughs> I, I really do think I, 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 I went to the dessert tray and just got anything red. If it had cherries or cranberries or raspberry in it, I was going to eat it. And, uh, you know, I think that's a good strategy whenever you go to a, you know, uh, a buffet. Just pick a color and go for it. Hmm. I, I, think, I think the KKK says that, too. <laughs> but they have weapons in their hands. They wiped out the red. Now they're just going for brown. <laughs> um, you missed it earlier this hour. I played Matt Moves Down the Floor to Live with Hefe, which was uh, exciting. And you just heard the end of the uh, Trinity of Comedy demo that you sprung on me that day. That was horrible. Yeah, just, should... uh, a bad flashback of you making an Amish beard joke. <laughs> or, uh, God, that was... Well, at least you didn't have to sit here through all ten minutes of it again. Again, and have the IMs. Hey, how uncomfortable are you right now? This really sucks, you know. Really? <laughs> Thanks! Thanks for that. Like, I know I'm terrible. You don't have to reiterate this. But... I... 
talk to myself 24-7 knowing that I'm horrible. You don't have to keep IMing me that. I Thanks, knew, EJ. I knew, I knew it was bad when we were doing it. I knew it before we did it that it was going to be bad. That's why I didn't want to do it. The funny thing about it, Sid was so confident about it. I know. He's like, this is going to be great. The best uh, thing even ever. Even during it, he was like, oh, yeah, this is fantastic. This is the way it's going to be. And I, even afterwards, he was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I think it went smooth until you walked out. I don't know why you walked out. It, it was going perfectly well. He's insane. Like, uh, you are way too optimistic for a fat, red-headed clown. <laughs> well, everyone should stay tuned because next we have Matt Albert pays $70 for Sid to get to the airport because he was too lazy and scared to drive him. Anything you want to say? I would say scared. I would. <laughs> Anything you want to say in your uh, defense? I had $70, you know, use it on a friend. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Matt, you Say a little comment here or there. Coming up next, uh, we also have an interview with SmashMyPhone.com, hosted by Corolla, a.k.a. Intern Chunks. And uh, something happens during that one, and uh, it's kind of interesting. And then we also have, I know it's coming here, but I'm going to let you say it anyway. Hefe got Chunks' crush, Hot Jen's phone number. Cool, cool. I knew that was coming. <laughs> and later in the last there, we have Hefe is dissed by his sweetheart from... Uh, or the girl he had a crush on, anyway, Mandy Amano. He wants to be a star to show her what she missed out on. Someday that will happen. Yes, someday, someday my friend. Well, Matt, you're coming back when? Tomorrow? Yeah, I get back in Orlando 11.30 at night. Hmm. That's great. Too bad I'm, I'm working. I can't pick you up. Sorry. Yeah, I have chunks doing it for me. Oh, lucky you. Mm. Mm, don't forget your key this time. I'll talk to you later, Matthew. All right. It's the Hideout Mixtapes Real Radio 104.1. I briefly talked about it. The last couple of shows, we had our friend here, ex-intern Sid Cada, mm-hmm. uh, half of the Comedy Dumplings duo, which is Sid Cada and Matt Albert. Sid Cada being chicken gravy and uh, Matt Albert being beef gravy. Sid Cada left today and went back to Washington, D.C., where he's from. And Matt Albert, what did you do? Uh, did you drive Sid to the airport? That was the arrangement. Uh, Matt was supposed to drive Sid to the airport today. Uh, Sid had to be there, what, around 3? Yeah, his plane left at 3. Oh, so he had to be there around 1. Yeah. And uh, if you left around noon, you could have gotten there at 1. Yeah. And, uh, and anytime going from from where I live to the airport, about 45 minutes one way, so about an hour and a half, maybe a little bit less, depending on the traffic. That time of day, you could probably make it in about an hour 15 round trip. Yeah, but, you know, Matt isn't the best of drivers, so if he took it slow... 45 minutes is a reasonable time to I get mean, there. You legitimately probably could have left at like 11 mm-hmm. and gotten him there by 1, and that had given you just wait. And there's such, in the Orlando, I love the airport there because they have such a like very good like food court and shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you do get there early, you have plenty to do. So what time did you leave to take him? I, I didn't leave. I just kind of, I gave him an early birthday present. I gave him $70 for a taxi. So you are so afraid of driving. I wouldn't say afraid. Yes. No, you're so, frightened. You're uh, so frightened to drive from Maitland down to uh, the other side of Orlando that you gave him $70, which you really can't afford. Yeah, and, and thank you, Tommy, because that was one thing I've been biting my lip on. You are staying with me right now, and I'm kind of taking care of you. Yeah. And that's $70 that easily could have gone toward rent, toward bills. Cable. But because or you're food. But because you're such a puss... And afraid to get on the highway. Or you don't even have to get on the highway to go there. You, you go, really don't. You can go 436 the whole way if you want to. Yeah, no, you're right. You could have gone up uh, to 436 and taken that all the way to the airport. You could have left at 11. 
And you could have given me 70 bucks. Could have, but I don't know where 436 is. It's not that hard. No, it's right where we were yesterday. And not only that, I'm in the prod room today, and probably about, uh, I don't know, 40 minutes before um, 1, which he had to be there, uh, I get a call from a very sad, sad clown from outer space saying, Sid Chunks, this is Sid. I'm like, what's wrong, dude? Uh, I'm kind of in a hurry. Um, Matt blatantly just refused to take me to the airport. And I start yelling. I was like, tell him to get over this damn thing. And I hear him in the background, Matt, that is, going, shut up, Chunks. Shut up. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Like, he's being beaten in the background. What are you so afraid of when it comes to driving, dude? It was kind of sprinkling. No. My it... car was is not very good in the rain. The tires <laughs> you are got, bad. You, you I was got plenty of... Plenty of weight weighing you down in that car. You are not going to hide your plane. And I was learning to ride a motorcycle today in the rain. And you had to pull over. Well, no, but that's different. So if you get scared, if something's going on, pull over, wait five minutes, get back on the road. What if you uh, spin out and uh, you're not crash gonna... and hit the guardrail? Well, then, then you're going to die. Who cares? <laughs> that's what insurance True. is. I'm not kidding. I'm very pissed that you threw away $70 because you're a puss. And the fact that you you literally you didn't do anything all day. It could have taken you five hours. Five hours. You could have taken it the slowest ever, and you still in the, would have been back in time. In the right lane on 436 the whole way. How about getting out and learning the city a little bit, you fat bastard? I'm literally, I'm so pissed about I it. I know how to get to the station. That's all I need to know. I'm, no, it's not. I know how to get to Denny's now, too. You better get your act together. Yeah, and if you just kept going straight after Denny's, you'd have been at the airport. Yeah, you just have to uh, pass Denny's and keep on going. Well, if I would have known that, maybe I would have done We told you that last no, night. No, you didn't. Yes, yes I did. we did. You go, I said, just go straight down that road. It takes you to the airport. I don't understand this fear, dude. You're 21 years old. You have to grow up. You ha- you, ha- you can't be a child your entire life. I'm not going to be a child. It's just that I'll, I'll learn to do it. No, you yeah. won't. You you refuse to even try. Talk so much trash and then never. Just a big Freddy cat. What are you afraid of? You're not gonna die in a car accident. There's too much of you to kill. Big Bopper died in a plane crash. I could die in a, a car crash. The Big Bopper dropped from <laughs> thousands of feet in the air. Basically, uh, that car of yours is so small. It's like you're wearing uh, armor. Yeah, it's like uh, body armor for you. Uh, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get over this. And you know what? This is gonna turn into now. It's gonna be a bit. Yeah. Now we're gonna make you drive everywhere. Here's what we're gonna do. We're not gonna do it tonight because we got too much slated for tonight. One night this week. You know what? I got an even better idea. Thursday we're at Patty McGee's mm-hmm. for the uh, hideout happy hour pre-party. J Dubs is your host. Yes, I'll be there from six to eight. Entertaining all of you. Guess who, guess who is his designated driver? Guess who is shuttling dubs back and forth from Patty McGee's in Winter Park on Loma Avenue behind the Mellow Mushroom to the station? And guess who's not going to help you with directions? You have to find a place on your own. You're going to map quest it, and I'm not going. I'm going to keep my mouth shut the whole time. You better learn, bitch. Oh. You better learn. That fork in the road is gonna suck. Yeah, you're in trouble. But you got to get over this, man. You got to you got to be a grown up. All right, and you guys had something that happened to you at Denny's yesterday, and I, we're we're kind of short on time. Uh, we might be able to right, squeeze it in here. Squeeze it in real fast. Me, Matt, Albert, Tommy, uh, Chunks, and Sid Cato went to Denny's last night after the show. Um, 
we're hanging out there. And just a little side note on it. The reason why uh, why Matt had enough money to pay for a cab, because he penny, penny pinched so much last night at Denny's. He scoured the uh, the complete menu looking for the cheapest thing ever. What, you can't spin five twenty five on a Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity? I don't know what that is, but I got an original Grand Slam, and it was, you know, tasty. It filled me up. And what did you get to drink? Apple juice. And he was so pissed about the apple juice because it didn't have free refills, and he didn't know that until it got there. And he just takes one little sip of this uh, apple juice, and half of it's gone. Yeah. So he, he killed that orange, uh, the apple juice in about... Three minutes and had nothing else to drink the rest of the, the uh, time. I felt so bad for him. I gave him the rest of my shake uh, for that I got for dessert. Yeah, because that's what he needed, a milkshake. And it was funny because everything else on the menu except milkshakes was free refills. And he just was sitting there. He would just take the tiny little apple ju- sip of apple juice. And we all would just sit there and stare at him. And this fat bastard had the audacity when I gave him the rest of my milkshake. What kind is this? How dare you? <laughs> He's so picky. And, and for and what? Then, then he goes, uh, I say, strawberry. And he goes, oh, and he hands it back to me. <laughs> and I look at him. He grabs it back and starts spooning it out with a, with a spoon. You, dude, pickers can't be choosers, brother. I don't want you to be racist. No, yeah. no that's not. Hey. I said pickers can't oh. be choosers. Whatever. Uh. Hey, but he left the waitress a huge tip, though. <laughs> yeah, so his, uh, Not to serve him in the future. <laughs> his, his meal, I had a way to break the stereotype, dumbass. <laughs> his meal came to, like, 871. <laughs> And uh, so please just, do not tell me he left thirty nine cents. No, he no. gave a ten, but still. Even then, and she actually said, "Well, I guess something <laughs> is better, better than, than nothing." nothing. Yeah. Did she really? Yes. Yeah. You know what? He was gonna ask for it back. He had figured out the exact total and the exact amount of change, but he lost his nerve at the end because she uh, was kind of giving us a little bit of an attitude, and he lost his nerve at the end. He goes, "Well, I was feeling generous. I had to leave her something." Oh, uh, by the way, it's beggars can't be choosers. Oops. Uh wow. What? I'm ashamed. I think and it was a- funny because Chunks gave her something like a $5 tip or something right after Matt finished paying. I had a way to break the stereotype and, of black people not tipping. And well. not just that, but there was a black guy in there just a little bit earlier. Oh. I mean, just not, just oh, so God. this waitress makes sure that she hates black people for the rest of her life. There's a black guy who didn't have money to pay for his meal either. Going through there asking for change at every table. He came to our table, and uh, me, Chunks, and Bateman only had our, our cards, our credit cards with us. And uh, Fat Baby and Matt Albert had cash. So Fat Baby ends up giving this black guy who, uh, did he say he just got out of prison? Or, yeah, yeah, he was like, yo, I'm just trying to like, lose right, some so money. So what is Denny's? So, just a walking stereotype? I guess. So, it was last night. <laughs> so Fat Baby gives uh, gives the the, uh, the black guy 40 cents and... The guy got pissed. <laughs> do you even have a dollar or anything? Oh, what am I going to do with 40 cents? Four dimes? Oh. I like that. <laughs> Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? Hey, yo, what's up, Hefe? Yo, dude. Yeah, I want to tell that bastard child of King Kong and Morgan Freeman to man up, man. <laughs> he <laughs> he got to man up. He's got to get his act together. All right, we got to take a break. Matt Albert paid $70 to have our friend and ex-intern Cicada driven from Maitland down to the airport because he was afraid to drive. And he really doesn't like to drive further than, I guess, three miles at a time. 
Uh, he's afraid of driving. How long did it take you to get your driver's license? Uh, it took me like four times, around uh, eight we, months. You fi- when did you finally get your license? Uh, this March. Okay, and so that was basically five years after you turned 16? Yeah. Now, when you came down here from D.C., you took the auto train, correct? Yeah. Uh, how did you get from the auto train over to where we're at? Sister drove. Okay, so you're so afraid of driving. All right, now Chick-fil-A, you're moving to this town. Why would your sister drive? She just always likes to drive. I can't help it. All right, Chick-fil-A. She overpowered me. Chick-fil-A, John says, uh, here's a new game. Where in Orlando is Matt Albert? You drive him somewhere with a hood on, then leave, and he gets money for every hour less than three it takes him to get back to the studio. That's not a bad idea. I like that idea. Gibbs, you had another idea to teach Matt Albert the city. Uh, I was thinking that uh, he should be quizzed maybe daily or weekly. Not monthly because that's not enough practice. But um, just print out like a map quest, you know, map quest directions to somewhere around here. And uh, he has to bring back proof every time that he uh, takes the quiz that he actually made it there. All right, so what we do is, and I, I don't say we map quest. I say we leave all that up to him. We just give him a landmark. And he has to drive to that landmark. Get like a brochure or a shirt or something from that landmark. McDonald's wrapper. Yeah, or something. But no, not a wrapper. The receipt that says he went to that specific one. Yeah, that one with the address on it. Just some kind of proof from wherever we sent him. And he has to go there and make it back by the end of the show. Now, here's the thing. And I've, uh, Dubs, the best way to learn a city, any new town, mm-hmm. is to just drive it. You of course. Ha- you have to get out there. And ex- that's the way we learned Orlando, that's the way we learned D.C., that's the way I learned Michigan. You just get out and drive and begin to learn landmarks. And I'll tell you what, Matt, it's a pain in the ass for the first month. But after that, you are so happy you know where you're going. You can't throw away $70 every time you need to go somewhere. On a taxi. Hey, I think Chunks is going out of town soon. Can you give him a ride, Matt? We're all kind of busy. I don't want animals in my car. Oh, actually, you know what? We're going Four someplace. Days. We're going to a. We're going someplace tomorrow Mo. morning. You ass. We're going someplace tomorrow morning. I think it'd be great uh, for his first uh, oh, driving. Yeah. All right, uh, you guys are going out to truck heaven. Yeah, right? we're going to truck heaven tomorrow. Go out and meet with them because uh, it looks like Tommy and Chunks have something in the works. Nice and early too. All right, so. And that's all the way down to Kissimmee, right? Yeah, that's far. It's <laughs> a far place. Over down by Disney, huh? All right. So and it's a great place. And it's, per- it's a great place down there in Kissimmee. Now, for Matt Albert, it's far. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, tomorrow, your first assignment is to drive. And we'll give you gas money so you're not spending money. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not afraid. Well, you got to learn. So you're going to drive Bateman and Chunks down to truck heaven tomorrow, okay? Yeah, great. Wonderful. Now, should we send him out at the end of the show tonight to uh, run up the street just to grab something like the receipt thing? Yeah, I think uh, you know, we won't send him far tonight. We'll just give him a little uh, test run at it. Hmm, I wonder where. What are you thinking? I think City Down Walk. Church- <laughs> I say Church Street isn't a bad place. All right, that's too far. We- Washington what? Monument. <laughs> How about this? How about we just send him back to the same Denny's? Do you think you can make it back to the same Denny's? No. A place that he's been to. <laughs> I, and when we went back, I didn't even take him the same way back because he had to follow me back from Denny's to get home. Right. So I went the back way, so he really would be confused if he ever tried to go back out there again. What are you so afraid of? Getting lost? Well, I have a phone now. 
so I know I can call uh, somebody if I get lost. Right. Who would you call and say? I don't know. Somebody that's not an ass. No one in this room. <laughs> it took him 10 minutes to get to the 7-Eleven from the station. You know, the real close one? <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, he pulls out of the parking spot, and he's just stopped there. And he's like, now what? I was like, are you kidding me? Go to I don't the know exit. where I am. It doesn't matter. You know that there's an entranceway into the complex here. I said, which exit am I going out of? <sighs> All right, let's talk to cab driver Mitch in Daytona here in the hideout. What do you got, cab driver Mitch? Oh, uh, hey, let's look at the radio down here. Listen, I just wanted to point out that your boy being scared to drive, he's really correct to be scared to drive if he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, we kill 45,000 people a year on our highways, and for those of you that are keeping score, that's 15 times the number of people that died in the World Trade Center bombings. And that's only the beginning of the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who suffer serious, serious injuries on our highways. So just, don't, I know so it's all good and fun to make fun of your boy there. Now, here's but the thing. But the plain and simple fact is, getting in your car and driving boy, is by far what? going away the single most dangerous thing that you will do on a daily basis. Now, here's the thing. Thing. Why live in fear like that? Why are you just going to live in your room? Then you have you can't be afraid to go out and live. And I think you should take the cab driver's advice and just get out there and do it. Yeah, he was yeah. saying basically it's safe because there are what three million people in America. Yeah, that's just forty-five thousand people a year. That's but not a lot. Chances. In fact, it'd be narcissistic to think that you'd be one of those forty-five thousand. Yeah, you're I'm not, not that, that important. You're not at all. Trust me. And you have more of a chance of dying of a heart attack. Or stroke. Or diabetes. Yeah, that's your serious injury. Sickle driving. cell. You got it all. All right? So we're going to help you. Hey, don't lose your hair over this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go gray. Oh. Hmm. Or do you want to make bald jokes, Hefe? Hmm? Shag carpet? What does that even mean? Your dreadlocks when I first saw you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great callback because nobody gets that. Look at him. Now we got him out of his game. Yeah, that was bad. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Tommy Bateman. Now, this next segment, it might be a little confusing. Before he was Super Producer Chunks, he was intern Alex Corolla. And you know how we have these drops like... I'm a homosexual. And, um... And I'm a monk! And... Chunks is a homo. Oh, and... Treat me like every other girl. And maybe, like, uh... I'm transferring a dude to take home! Now try to imagine doing an interview with... I'm transferring a dude to take home! And, uh... Can I have it on my back? All that playing in the background. Well, good old intern Alex Corolla, a.k.a. Chunks, had to do that. With a special twist to it. You're listening to the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. You don't want to miss this one. Let me get you caught up on what happened last night. At the end of the show, I had to confront you, Corolla. Yeah. Because every time I look at my arm now, it pisses me off. When we were at the Lulu's live gig, I ended up getting nared. I said, I would allow you to nair me if... Uh, kind of as a thank you, because you've done so much for the show, and whenever you ripped off the hair, you simultaneously punched me in the nuts. It slipped. Please, it did not slip. So then what ends up happening, J-Dubs, is Polly Loose Bowles gets a hold of your phone number and calls you. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so I decided to meld all of this together. I decide, hey, let's do this. Corolla, I owe you one. I know I owe you a punch. So what I will do, I will punch you once in the nuts... First of all, I will give out your phone number. And we did give your phone number out last night on the air. Yes, you did. At the end of the show. 
Um, I said, if a girl calls you within three minutes of this, you only have to get punched in the nuts once. Uh, if a girl does not call you within three minutes, you get three punches. As it turns out, with literally 12 seconds left, you got punched. Uh, or you, a girl called you. So you only got it punched once. Exactly. However, you got a ton of voicemails. Yeah. Um, here are some of those voicemails um, to music from last night. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try You're the gayest human being in the whole entire world. Why would you let them do that to you, you stupid I can't believe they gave out your real number, first of all. That's just ridiculous. Okay, well, you're gay, and, um... Next message. You suck. You're a big homo. Next message. I want to take you to a gay bar. Gay bar. Oh, gay bar. Next message. Hey, what's up, bitch? You in there? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're not. Next <laughs> message. Hey, can I just thank Corolla? Next message. Hey, we're trying to call you. Don't get punched in the head. Next message. Corolla, please I just wanted to say it's been disgusting, and I love you. And I'd like to be Next message. <laughs> you are a freaking homo. No girl's gonna call you, you freaking. Bite my ass, damn bone smuggler. <laughs> Next message. Ben Dover, and I was just wondering, uh, can I come over tonight? Um, I heard you on the radio, you're getting a lot of calls, but, um, I just figured that, uh, you and me could hook up again like the other night, and, uh, we could just go, uh, a little bit, uh, past where we went the other night, which was, uh, quite extravagant. Oh, God, yes. Next message. Hey, Corolla, man. If you want a girl, I know this place in Maryland. Mainly these Mexican chicks, but it's not that expensive. We still get some. You can give me a call. And those are just some of the emails or voicemails that were sent to you on your cell phone. Have you gotten any more calls all day? Uh, I got two calls today and a text message. And beside the call for the tickets tonight, or the calls for the tickets. So people have your phone number, and they're going to be calling you. And the one chick that called up... I don't remember her. Oh, yeah. She did call up. She didn't even get to leave a message or anything. What did that text message say? Um, You really want me to read it? Just tell me what it said. Um, It said, Corolla rules, Hefe is a mo. Really? Yeah. All right, Corolla, I was thinking about this during the commercial break, and Mm -hmm. during all this situation. We're about to do an interview. Actually, you're about to do an interview with SmashMyPhone.com, okay? Uh. We played this game before where you have three to five minutes to conduct a professional interview. Oh, is your phone ringing? Yeah. I'm sorry about that. What will end up happening is you have to conduct a professional interview in this three to five minute time frame, okay? Quit jumping mic to mic, all right? Please. We will, in turn... Uh, basically try to mess with you. Now, do you want to know what's on the line? No. We have SmashMyPhone.com. Now, you were so kind as to allow me to borrow your PS2 when mine was broke. No way. No way. I have yours right here. Give it to me. No, get back. I'm serious. Get back, asshole. Give it to me. Will you show that? Will you see that this is uh, this is available? 
I have got it in my hands. I'm going to hand it to J-Dubs. Come on, you guys are sick. So here's what will happen. It's my PS2. It's like a child to me. Here's what will happen. It is. Everybody, in fact, get everybody else in here just so they can attest to the fact that this is really the PS2. Don't touch it like that. Everybody run in here. Hurry. And just say yes. It's dusty. Be careful with it. All right, so here's what's going to happen, Corolla. <laughs> no, please don't. Please. I'm begging of you. You will do this interview. Dude, it's my PS2. You will do this interview. Monkey Man, Blackwood... Oddball, everybody see that we're holding a PS2? Just say a collective yes. Yes, yes there's a yes. PS2. All right, even the boys who are going to come in in a second to talk about the fighting, they even they even yelled yes, it is a PlayStation 2 from Sony. Corolla, you have to conduct a professional interview. Afterwards, everybody here will decide whether or not you are professional enough. Those of you in the listening audience will also decide if it was professional enough. If you get more no votes... It will not be SmashMyPhone.com. Oh, come on. You know it's not going to work no matter what. It will be SmashMyPS2. Oh, be careful with it. Dot. No, it's not a drum set. It's not time for a solo. Stop. <laughs> Stop, please. Please. Here's the thing. Are you ready for this interview? I, I guess. Now, here's Dubs and I are not going to do anything. In fact, it is now the Corolla show. The guy's about to be on the phone. It is your turn to do an interview. It is the hideout. And you were Corolla, okay? Mm. I think the guy is about to get on the line, and I'll even get you a little music, too. What's his name? Uh, you should ask him that. A professional would know. Strike one. So if we are ready, Tommy, can you see if we're ready in the back back there? We'll get the guy on the line. Mm -hmm. Dubs, is everything good for us? Everything's good. Um, no, not for you. It isn't a Oh, damn. How'd that happen? <laughs> All right. And we're so good. the only one, the only microphone that can be heard, take the instant replay out as well. The only thing this guy will hear is Corolla's voice. Do we have any intro music or anything that we can play for him? You're not getting the PS2. Come on. You better focus on the question mm -hmm. and what you're going to ask this guy. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is for your future. This is for your future job interviews. Right. And you need to give him a lot of plugs. Do a lot. Of, I mean, conduct a professional interview. Talk about the fact that you are a foot fetish guy. Whatever it is that you need to do, get a hold of him and make this happen. Now, Dubs, I have a brand new PS2. Yeah. I uh, got mine off of eBay. It's one of the new slender ones. It's real nice. It's got, like, the Ethernet hookup and the whole thing. All right, we're going to stop. Corolla, it is now for the next three minutes, starting in three, two, one, the Corolla Show. Hey, this is the Corolla show. <laughs> I didn't have sex. Hey, um... Welcome your guest. I believe we have a caller. A special guest tonight. Hello, sir. What is your name for our listening audience? Uh, Michele. My name is Michele. Michele? Yeah, it's an Italian name. Oh, hey, that's good. Paisan. I have Hi. an Italian last name myself. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, it's a bit complicated. I'm making out with oh, him, my, right? You're it's not happy. Sorry, I didn't get that. Yeah, it's all right. My name is Corolla. How are you doing tonight, sir? Big gay Corolla. Fine, how are you? I'm doing all right, sir. Doing Big gay all right. Al. Put him, put some reverb. Now, uh, sir, um, uh, oh, you can't. Never mind. Apparently, you have a very interesting uh, website. What is the website? <laughs> Be professional. What? Yeah. What is the website for our listening audience? Would you mind? Yeah, yeah, I know a gay well, strip we, uh, club we can go telephones. to. We have, um, we have our women, our girls, which are. They act as technicians, and we smash phones. I'm looking Most lower now. People send us their phones, and we smash them for them. That's pretty hot. Sure, I'm by. <laughs> you mean people actually send you their phones? I know I'm a big idiot. They got no problem. Um, 
with you smashing them? Now, is this considered a turn-on <laughs> or a fetish? I don't know if it's considered a turn-on or a fetish. I, I like guys. I'm gay. I like dudes. I like getting rubbed by guys and um, rubbed down. People, and... Some people hate phones or they hate the bad manners. That you ever think of him in a sexual actually. way? Have you ever? And, no. Um, <laughs> we had most of the times we have men send us phones, and once in a while we had a oh, girl send you the phones, huh? Well, a couple of times they sent us their boyfriends. I like when they bend oh. over. Why were they cheating or something like oh, that? Oh, come on, man! No, I think <laughs> they were annoyed by guys spending too much time and uh, sure, I'm by. <laughs> what station are we listening to? Reset. People need to find out what's going on. Technology and I am the master of the dildo. Oh, yeah. Nothing. I am talking with the phone-smashing man, the mice great. Over here. <laughs> now, um... Hey, Corona! Well, I, get a lot of, a I get a lot of phone calls. Hey, and, uh, Just you real quickly, you mind plugging your website again, sir? Excuse me? Your website. Would <laughs> I you slept mind? with a man. Would you mind <laughs> plugging your website again, sir? Lick me! Um, <laughs> I'm looking lower. Now. There you go. It's just for the listening audience, audience. Just right? so they know. Okay. Uh, just to remind them because sometimes they forget. You know, so we just have to <laughs> constantly remind them. Now, what I is like it? They what is it about there? feet? Uh, you think it? People so oh, excited. Big fat man boob kid finally well, left. Well, <laughs> it's very hard to smash phones with their hands. Eventually, you have to I'm go just down. I'm a big loser. So, you know, it's a gay girl guy. Nice and. Uh, it's gonna have more of an appeal for the audience. Yeah, I'm a big bro. <laughs> really? Now, how yeah. do you find the female models? Oh, that's true. Do you like put an ad out or something? Fifteen seconds. Oh no, seconds. we we just ask. Yeah, I like guys. Oh, I like cuddling with guys. I like spooning with guys. You know, whatever it's yeah, called. I know I'm a big idiot. To work with I never love had Boston Red Sox. Uh, hey, now, Corona. What if I just want the chick to rub my phone on her butt? Like. Lick me! You know, and send it back. I'm world. sick. You gotta yeah, understand. Yeah, I'm really a twisted kid. We can go to. I slept well, with uh, a man. Most of the girls that work with us, they, they, they don't. They're not used to some kind. You know, they. I scared you, didn't I? No, no, no. You didn't like a girl. Me, like, no. I'm really not weird. I'm just very lonely. What? <laughs> very lonely. Yes, sir. Well, you know, it, it's not me. It's just my ass. Just they really might hurting. It's it's really up to them most of the time. The website is smashmyphones.com. Put me so he can hear me, all right? Stop. Put me so he can. Yeah. And we had some. We 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 occasionally have people send us emails. They can send us their laptop computers or Nintendo games and you know. Oh, like PlayStation 2s. I'm sorry. This is this is uh um Corolla's uh producer Hefe and um a smashmyphone.com. What we'll do is we'll put the link up on Corolla's website so that that way people can go there. Smashmyphone.com. Um, wrap up the interview. We got to go to commercial break, Corolla. All sure. right. Now you said you smash. You don't smash like PlayStation. Sure. sure. I'm oh, yeah, we we have no problems. If he wants us to smash a PlayStation, we'll do it for you. No, that's I want to wear pants. <laughs> All right. Wrap it up. Thanks. Sometimes. Think. But thank you very much. Um, website is smashmyphone.com. I slept with him. Thank you very much. Good luck to you and your models in smashing of the cell phones. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed. The Hideout Mixtape, Sunroom Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. We will be back live Monday, and we'll be broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee for Extreme Midget Wrestling Cage Match, I believe. And uh, Russ and Bubba Whoopass Wilson from the Monsters will be out there with us. So go to the Hideout section on RealRadio.fm for more information. Now it's time to defi- decide Corolla, a.k.a. Chunks, his poor PS2's fate. 
Will it be smashed, or will he get it back in one piece? I, you don't even have to figure out what happens. You know what happens. The Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. Did Corolla do a professional enough job to where his PS2 does not get smashed? Now, what you're asking, is, what you're saying is... I'll oh, hit you in the don't head make with me that. get the fighter. I'll go WWE. Back. Don't, don't, please. We'll break it over your head. I want to know what everybody thought so far. Let's start everybody in the room. I'll get a little tally what, going. What about the people calling my cell phone? Why don't we pick up and ask them? Are we going to do good job or bad job? All right. Very simple with Corolla. Did he end up doing it okay? Let's start with Monkey Man. Good or bad? Um, it was better than last time. Right. But still not, still slow, not professional, and bad. It's a bad. All right, what about what about you, Blackwood? You know what? I have to give him a little bit of credit with everybody here staring at him and uh, all the stuff going on in the background. So good. You know, I have to say good job because I know not a lot of people are going to give him a good job. That's fair enough. Uh, The fighting guys, we're about to talk to them in a second. We'll get all their plugs. I know they got a big fight coming up. Just real fast, yay or nay, good or bad? Uh, I thought he did all right, but uh, he kind of faltered a little bit there at the end. I'm going to have to give him a nay. I appreciate uh, you being honest. It was very nice of you. You, sir. Um, I personally like to see the PlayStation get smashed, so there's there's no way. All right, I like get down, Corolla. Do not do not hop on like you're a goddamn animal. Bad monkey. What about you? What did you think? No way in hell. All right, Dubs. Terrible job. I'm gonna have to say, as your producer, I was disappointed. I didn't hear enough call letters. I um, don't think you gave out the website. I think it's also very unprofessional for you to not know the guy's name. And as your producer. That counts as five votes. Why are you guys doing that? Let's run through the phone calls real fast. You only, we got ten lines. Mm. They're all lit up. We'll take ten, to ten one right votes. Now. And it's ten to one. <laughs> they all got to go all, in your all favor. In your favor. Oh. I was being nice. Um, I think Corona did a good job. Shut up. Wolfie, yay or nay? All right. Smashing a PlayStation 2, it's kind of a... I'm a video gamer, and it feels so bad, but God, Corolla. You're talking I'm sorry. All... I'm sorry. It sucked. It was you guys awful. are playing sound effects. How am I supposed to concentrate? It was like you were listening to the junkies and taking notes from them. You were talking over yourself the whole time. Uh, Bobby, you're in the hideout. Good or bad? Terrible. Thank you. Let's go over here to Josh. Good or bad? Amazing. Considering the circumstances, he gets a big yay. As much as I want the PlayStation Thank smashed you. up, he gets a thumbs up. Thank you, Josh. Jason, good or bad? Smash the most PS2. He sucked. Thank you. Mark, good or bad? He was great. You got you to give it to him. He's he drunk. Did. He doesn't count. Thank you, Mark. Hey, I'm going to give it to him. Tobias, good or bad? Hey, send the PlayStation. He did great. Thank you. And Gulag, good or bad? Good or bad, Gulag, or whatever your name is. Hello, talking to you. All right, bad. Thank you. What? <laughs> Devil Dog, you're in the hideout. Not only was it terrible, but I will smash my truck into a cable on the highway laughing my ass off. And how bad he was. Thank oh, Thank God. You. Come on, Smack dude. It. What are you doing with it? Thank you, Devil Dog. Stop. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? No way. We can need more calls. Please, what's wrong with you? I'll tell you what. I will take two more calls. That's expensive. Two more calls. I believe this is Matt Albert. Matt? That's the sound of a Guido crying because you. his PlayStation. I hate got you, Matt Albert. You know I, you love me. Uh, I, I want to thank you. Uh, Corolla, for letting me borrow that PS2. It's <laughs> really nice. You're sick, dude. What the hell's the matter with you? You <laughs> tricked me into getting in the first place. Andrew. 
Yo, I thought it was okay, but why do you keep saying he was gay and stuff over top of it? Like, I, I didn't know. Did the interview? Yeah, like, why were you talking over yourself and especially putting yourself down? That's bad. Talking over yourself is bad. All right, um, we have the final tallies. Good, four. Bad, 17. God. So, what's the matter with you? What are you doing? j Dog? What are you doing? Just Don't do it. it! What the oh, hell's the matter with you? Holy Hold them up! Oh, oh god damn! Throw it down! Oh! What's oh. the matter with you? Damn! Twist it! What the hell? <laughs> you son of a bitch! What's the matter with you? Why would you do that? What the hell's the matter with you, man? You think that's funny? I'd smash your car! You wouldn't think that's damn funny? You're sick! What's the matter with you? And you over here! You're like you're gonna beat your ass right now! Get away! Get away! You've done enough to it! You've done enough! What's the matter with you? I can't believe you just did that! What? It's not funny! What happened? You act like something just got broke. I can't believe that! What's wrong? You're sick! What's this? I have no clue, but it doesn't belong on the outside! <laughs> hey, Corolla, did you buy the warranty on that? I had the warranty, but it expired. Oh. That's a goddamn shame. Should have re-upped that one. How could you do that? How could you seriously do that? Do what? Hey, come here. Come here. What? Take us to break, please. Did you learn something as a broadcaster? <laughs> Hold on. What? Did you learn something? Yeah. Every interview. You guys are a-holes. Every interview counts. Every interview counts. How could you counts. do that? I want you to apologize for talking over yourself during the interview. I'm not apologizing for anything. You broke my PS2. What's wrong with you? It just kind of fell. It didn't even fall, man. I I, gave it a, I shouldn't have been holding it that high. You gave it a stunner, for God's sake. Gravity sucks. Dubs, is it all the way broken? Oh. Yeah, I think it is. No, it is. Yeah. Hey, let's hear it for Corolla. Actually, I thought the interview was pretty good. Yeah, I, that's, that's the only thing I had. I don't have TV, cable, oh. PS2 is the only thing I a had. Bed. A bed. Hold on, let's recount. Hold on a second. Um, I switched my vote. So, oh, you end up winning by one. Oh. Oops. Hey, I'll, here, you can have it back. Give it to him. There you go. Hand it to him. What the hell's the matter with you? FA, that's I'll, not I'll supposed to look like that. He wins by two. I'll switch my vote, too. Okay. You won by two. Great. You feel better? Yeah. Hey, you're a winner. Put the put Thanks. the top on. Careful, you just dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> you might break that thing. Hi, it's your good friend J Dubs again from the hideout. It looks like many of you have not taken my warnings of ear rape seriously. Maybe now you will. Here's an actual ear rape survivor. I was surfing channels and I caught a second of these hacks making half ass jokes before going on to the new AFI song. My god, my ear felt like it was a Central Park jogger. All I wanted to do was crawl into a shower and cry. That all ended when I heard the hideout. Thank you, hideout, for bringing ear rape to an all-time low in Orlando. Ear rape. It's real. Real painful. A warning from the hideout. At night, 7 to 11, on Real Radio 104.1. The Hideout Mixtapes, Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. Okay, after smashing his PlayStation, what's the only other thing you can take away from a man who has nothing? Oh, yeah, the girl he likes. Hmm. Before he was Chunks, 
He was Corolla. It's the Hideout Mixtape Show Radio 104.1. Email of the day. Um, look, uh, this comes from um, DJ Third Eye. <laughs> so this is Sue sticking up for you, Corolla. Uh, leave that man alone. Look, don't make the angry black man come down there and kick some ass. Leave that poor kid alone. He sounds damn near suicidal. Tell him the angry black man has his back. That's what you want, right? Um, <laughs> all right, did he leave the room yet? Yo, cool, can you hook me up with that chick, that gin girl? I'll finish her off. Um, ha, ha, ha. Uh, thanks a lot. All right, so here's what we got going on. Last night, Corolla had um, his girlfriend, Jen. I guess she's a classmate or something. Mm-hmm. And I, um, golly, I hit on her. And um, there was just a lot of and stuff she, that was supposed to be And she took on. very well to the hitting on. Yeah, she really, like, wanted it, you know, from what I understand. But you, this is a chick you've been working for a while. Um, she's in your class over at George Mason University. And you guys maybe had something going. And then, you know, you, you, she's a very hot chick. You don't know where you stand with her. And then, all of a sudden, um, you're supposed to be doing stuff, hanging out, I guess. Because she called last night. She was really drunk, right? Yeah. And she wanted you to come over, didn't she? She meant she said, "When are you going to come over and uh, visit me?" Right. So I assume that is yeah, that's come on over. Yeah. So all right, that does sound like an open invitation. Um. So anyway, after the show, we're hanging out. And by the way, you lost it on the show last night. You yeah, know? you freaked out. Especially when you heard that I was going to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, it looks like we have set up for this weekend, according to her voice. Whatever, dude. But let's get to your thing first, all right? So, we're out we're out in the smoker's corner mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. And you, um, you're talking to her. And I, what are you guys talking about? I was just like, oh, you know, come on, you know, Hefe's, you know, he's just joking around, he didn't really want you. Anything like that. Trying to get myself some more cool points. Oh, okay. All right, running me down. Yeah. And so anyway, it looks like you were about to get an address or something. She's like, when are you going to come visit me? They're having some kind of party or something. It's like, well, where do you live? She's like, I live a little bit south of where you live. All right, well, I'll tell you what, let me. And as I'm saying that, you guys come out. Hey, is that my girlfriend, Jen? Let me talk to Jen. Hey, what's up, Corolla? Corolla? Hey, I gotta talk to you about the show. Alright. <laughs> so, so obviously, you two aren't gonna leave me alone. So I say, Jen, can you give me a few moments? I'll call you back in a few minutes. So I hang up the phone. Because we wanted to talk about the show. I guarantee she said, thank God. Right. So I go up to you guys, and you guys go, hey, um, you think she'll come in tomorrow night? And I'm like, that's it? That's what you wanted to say, is do you think she'll come in tomorrow night? I had to hang up for that. Right. Like, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. And I'm just your dumbfounded best. at this wait, point. Wait, wait, wait. Your best? Is she here tonight? No. Your best sucks. Well, your yeah. Your best is the worst. Maybe if you guys didn't have the worst timing in the world, because I'm like, all right, well, sweet. You know, all right, I'm going to call her back. And maybe get to go over there. Talk. Who knows? Who knows what'll yeah. happen? You have sex. You were going to have sex last night. I would like to. Mm-hmm. So I call, no answer, no answer at all. She did one of those and, moves. Wait, wait, wait. You hung up with her, and we talked to you for about thirty seconds. You call her right back, and yeah. she doesn't answer. No, you, <laughs> she pulled one of those moves of, oh, thank God. Yeah. I uh, I got rid of him. Let me turn my phone off now. Have you heard from her since? 
No. You know why? Why? She's been talking to Hefe. Whatever. Got plans. Shut up, dude. In fact, maybe this sounds familiar. Oh, Hefe. Whatever, man. Oh, Hefe. You tricked her into saying that. Oh, Hefe. All right, dude. Oh, Hefe. I got it. Oh, Hefe. Fine. You know what else I'll be saying after this? Oh, Hefe. My fingers smell pretty. Dude. <laughs> not cool, man. Oh, it's going to be sweet. What are you ta- whatever. You know, man. it's not going to be right. cool. It's going to be warm. <laughs> Real warm. You know? Toy with me, man. Damn. <laughs> Don't toy with me. I won't be, toy- I- I won't be toying with you. Just yeah. Her. Oh, Come on, dude. I got it. No, I'm going to get it. Whatever. You're not going to get it. So I left a voicemail for her. What? Um, after you left. No, you didn't. You don't even have her number. I do. You want me to write it down for you? Give me a pen. <coughs> I'm gonna write it down right now, off the top of my head. Is that it? Oh man, how'd you remember that? She gave it call- to me because she's been calling her all day. They've been Whatever, doing- man. No, you haven't. Is this the number? Why would you do that to me? Is this the number? Yes. Did you see me write it down yeah. off the top of my head? Yep. We have plans for tomorrow night. Shut up. Where are you gonna go? Well, here's the thing. Tomorrow, I gotta watch the Maverick game. Mavericks. Watch them lose. Mavs, like, uh, I forget who they're playing tomorrow. Two and zero. Shut up. Knicks already got a loss. Mavs going undefeated this season. So it's going to be the Mavs game, and then after that, we're going out. No, you're not. Around eleven o'clock. Whatever, dude. Let's say whatever. Where are you going? We haven't decided. Probably, actually, she may just come up to my place and do what? Watch the Maverick game, and then you know. Whatever, man. Dude, I'm serious. Why would you do this to me? Why not? You, you obviously aren't going to get Why it. Why would you just like move in like that? Because you guys are like, go, man. Wait, you got it, go. On. You guys got you got it, Corolla. You got You're the man. Hold. And then you're making calls? Cor- Corolla, how many months have you been trying to work this chick and talk to her? I, I, how many months? I do the best I can. How many months? A long time. She's been in my class... For about two years. And here's the thing. <laughs> God damn. For two years, I've known her two months. If that. Two months and only three visits. And then tomorrow. Oh, All right, man, I got it. So here's oh, the you thing. you don't. You tricked her into saying that. I won't have to trick anything. I'm going to do something else that ends with ick. <laughs> to her. So here's what we're going to do. I don't gonna... know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, her. Oh. Her. Yeah! Oh! Yeah! Hey! Dude! You know what? Hey. I will. Bad Monkey's coming over, too. (laughs) Radiohideout.com. Come on. So where do you go? What What email? But there's this whole, like, guy code thing. And Dubs, I remember we had this conversation before when it went back to Bateman and Sideshow and that whole thing. But I, um, I've, I've come to realize, especially being on this side of it, that there is no guy code. Because if you can't get in, then you're not going to get in. Yeah, there is none. Then why why waste it? Yeah, you're just wasting a... Because nice here's the other thing. There. Here's the other thing, too. It's so hard to meet a chick mm-hmm. yeah. nowadays. Yeah. So that when you're already introduced to a prime one... And she already wants it. Why? What's with the guy code? Oh, Hefe. She's already saying things like that. Why would you wait? I don't understand why you would wait. Would no you wait? wait? Why did you wait all this time, Corolla, and let me uh, s- just slide on in? 
if you will. Well, I mean, at first she was seeing someone, and then, you know, second off, she didn't ever seem that interested. You know, I tell she, a, she isn't. I tell a joke and no laugh. Like on this show. Do you blame her? Just like this show. So what are you going to do? You know, whine her and dine her? No. Play Mr. Cool? I'm not... Hey, baby, let's watch the Mavs game. Oh, yeah, you like that three-pointer? I got a three-pointer for you. What's a three-pointer? Oh, I'm going to score now? What's what are you going to do? What are you going to do tomorrow? Prob- Actually, I'm not going to whine her and dine her at all. I'm hoping she'll pick up some food when she comes over. That's the way you treat them. I'm not spending any money on you. Look at you. Like an animal. Oh, I'll be an animal tomorrow. Some people call him the hedgehog. And it'll look like I shot her in a way. Because I'm going to be that rough. Hey, watch out for the uh, bruises on her elbows. I'm just grabbing. Say, be here at six, and that's a chicken whopper with no tomato. Yeah, light on the mayo. <laughs> Actually, pretty heavy. Why are you holding your, your mouth like you're about to go? Because you've got this cocky grin on like haha Corolla I one upped you you one up me all the time you shoot me with paintballs and make me put marillades between my man breasts you know why what? would you have to push this far I've got the most brilliant idea in the world what we're going to Dude, we're going to bring all of the stunts he's done into one he'll be eating chicken out of a man doll I'd be killed. while wearing brawn panties Getting shot by a paintball gun. Would you like this? No? Seems a little mean. <laughs> Seems a little excessive. <laughs> hey, you're banging this girl. Let me have I some mean, fun. What? You can't get any leeway? I'm not banging her yet. You're I mean, let's to. not seal the deal. You're going to. Come on, Prematurely. Please. please. Oh, you're that kind of guy? I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> it's been a little while. That's one of the reasons we're hopping on this one. Not as long as Kurt. It's been two years for me. I ain't worried. I'll take care of it. I'll do it. Yeah, you'll do it by yourself. No. Well, Pepe's really doing it. No way. Hey, look at this. It's Giant Brian, Ronna Fest producer in the hideout. Now, Pepe, Jay Dove, what's up? Ogre's best friend. What's up, brother? (laughs) What's up, guys? Hey, uh, I heard... You talking to Corolla, and he wasn't on the show tonight because he wasn't there. Last night on the phone, I just wanted to bring this up, and I don't want to embarrass anyone, but I heard him talking about how he was talking to some guy, and he said that he loved when he <laughs> to his boobs. I don't even know if you could say yeah, that. Yeah, you can say that. All right, too, I already dumped it. Did I get dumped? Yeah. Uh, I, how about... <laughs> we, how had, had fun with his man boobs. With his chest. I wasn't... Brian. I just overheard you talking to a guy, and you're like, hey, dude, what's up, man? You and said, look, I, I love when you rode my man boots. I want to make something clear, okay? It's okay to be gay. There's I'm not gay. It, I'm look, not gay. Hold on. There's absolutely, and I, I That's mean this. That's fine I if you're gay, this, but I'm not. And I mean it wholeheartedly. It's okay. Play the angle. No, it's not. And then I, now I gotta go to work. Hey, gay man. Hey, I got a chick that love to date you, but it's a dude. Sick of this, man. Seriously, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And Brian, I don't know why he's doing this to me. I don't know why you guys are doing it to me. I just got off. 
seriously, being this far in your gaydom, do you still even dude, like funny oh, in the morning? I'm not, dude, I'm not gay, man. I'm not in the gaydom. I'm not in the gayness. Hey, Corolla, what's up? It's hey, okay. I heard you're gay. No, it's not okay. It is okay. It's not. It I is. like women. I like bending the women over just like whatever with maple syrup and all that good stuff. It's like, oh, like that girl? No, not guy. Girl, like that girl? Oh, like that girl? Not a guy. It's been two years. I don't need this, and I don't want to give it to a guy. I want a girl with a right. with a nice, beautiful, right. taken care of, <laughs> wonderful temple of worship. All right. Fine. I don't understand. And you gotta take this from me. Why? Why? You know, I show interest, and you gotta steal this from me. You... Why? And you love it. Let me ask. You love making me get crazy like this, man. And you're like, I got an email and a voice message. You want to hear the voice message? I don't believe you. F you play it. Go ahead, play it. Oh, that face. Oh, hey, that's great, man. Fantastic. <laughs> that's in the voice message too. Let me dial it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I got the number right here. You want me to read it off to you? No, not her number. No, his. You want me to read it off your... No, I'm trying to dial it so we can get it on the air. <clears throat> but I don't know why this isn't working. All right, there it goes. It's ringing. <clears throat> you hear that? Mm-hmm. All right, here's the message. Oh, that face. <laughs> oh, it's funny, huh? Hey. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I've honestly had enough of you. What? What have I done? You guys are all encouraging. Hey, Carol, you got it, man. No, she digs you. She really does. And you're like, yeah, I've been calling well, her and we're going me, out. Let me say something, all right? Let me say something. What? You had it. You did. What did I have? And to not to ever purposely... I didn't have anything. I lose again. Not to ever, you know, overly quote the junkies, but you slept on it. Okay? And this means that I'm able to come right in. Any quarters over quote. Yeah. Overused. Uh, you laid the foundation for me, and for that, I oh, thank hyped. you. Fed, I'm going to give you $5. Five? For introducing I can't, I can't even believe that. For introducing I me can't to... even believe that. And you're sitting here all smug, and you got five bucks you're actually going to give me. Oh, you're actually going to give me five bucks and play your damn clip and talk about, oh, we're going to watch the Mavs game and do it while eating fried chicken or something crazy like that. And why why does that be racist? And you're trying to give me five bucks for that. Hey, oh, yeah, it's all right, Carol. Yeah, good job, good job. I'm just going to move on in because you're a big idiot. I know I'm a big idiot. I realize that every day. Hold every on, hold time on, hi. comes up to me. I'm going to write. you're a big idiot. Yeah, I know. I got it. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to write down her phone number on this $5 bill. You're pushing it, man. What are you going to do? You don't want to know. Oh, that Does that sting at all? It does, man. That's my new favorite drop. Oh, that Seriously, man. Mm. Look at you. With your little grin. Well, good for you. Yeah, good for you, F.A. You know what I can't wait to see her? Her grin. The grin between her legs. <laughs> A vertical smile. Quit that grinning and drop that linen. <laughs> but here's what I'm. Uh, here's the other thing I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna wash all weekend. Ooh. Ooh. So you, my friend, will sniff. <laughs> you'll get to, you know. You'll, you'll you'll get to smell the temple, like you were there. But you won't be there. Why are you guys rubbing in my face? Here's the other thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna call you afterward. Do it during. Okay. Oh, man, I'm serious. Well, then do something about it. You really pissed? Yeah. Do something about it. Yeah, you want me to? Yes. I'm tired from work. <laughs>
But I'm you not, got it coming, man. You I, keep pushing. I'm not talking about beat me up. I'm talking about go get that ass. Well, you know, I'm trying to. No, you're not. It doesn't help when they don't call back because, yeah, they got off the hook. I know she realized she got off the hook. No, That's she, how it is with every girl. No, she told Oh, the big fat man boob kid finally left. I'm off the, in the clear now. Oh, the big Ooh, hairy thought, ape left. Ooh, Ooh, I thought I was going to take one for the team there. Ugh. Hey, um, she's working tonight, isn't she? Yeah. I know. She told me that whenever we talked earlier we, today. You know. So, um, do you want to call her now? No. Bother her or No. No, it's your girl, man. Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go call her? We don't want to take her away from the couch. Let's couch dance. We got you. Bad joke. I hear you. Even before you said pole. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hey, thanks for the uh, lesson in comedy. I'll remember that one. Well, they don't have couches here. So, yeah. yeah. It's got to be poles. Booth. All right, man. She's one of the ladies behind the glass of the booth. You ever have you ever been to one of those? No. Yeah, those chicks are hit. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you one who isn't. Oh, Hefe. Well, not yet. <clears throat> About to be like a caveman. Why are you itching? I'm not. You know what I'm gonna do? Or... I'm gonna spare you. There are five to eight people on the phone line that all want to yell at you. Fine, go do ahead. I... Let them yell. No, go ahead. Let him yell. No. Just let everyone else know how big of a loser. Let them all tell me how big of a loser douche I am. No, that's fine. Go ahead. You know why? No, bring it. You know why I'm not going to do it? Why? Because you won't take this $5, and somehow I want to thank you for giving me this. Oh, Hefe. So for that, I'm sparing you with these phone calls. Either take the money. Now thank me. I'm not going to thank you. Thank me. I'm not thanking you. Why should I thank you? Oh, Man. Man, what? See this? Is that why you didn't pick up today? Me and her. Right here. Right here. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm tired. I just right woke here. up. Right here. I hate you, man. I, I swear hey. to God. Go a little easy. I don't want your jaw to be sore when you come in here on this Monday. <laughs> I need to be able to talk. Yeah. I don't know if I like her that much. <laughs> How could you just move in, man? I had my eye on this chick for like two years. And Mr. Suave over here with his dumb goatee and goofy-looking glasses... Just moves on in? All right, you know what? Because you made that goatee mark, think of where this goatee is going to be. <laughs> going to be catching. Rubbing on her neck. Say whispers. I got the idea. Sweet nothing. I got the idea. Her. It's going to look like a jerry curl. I'm actually just excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. Like our right. easy E. Up top. Up top. Hey. I'm tagging me in? Come on! Not yet. You've got a chick! Why would you be so greedy? You can't... Yeah, why don't we just have a big orgy this weekend? Yeah, why not? Girls only. And you know what's also cool? You don't. You can't come to the live gig a week from tonight, right? I'm doing my best. Don't worry about it, because she told me she was coming out. And it would be kind of awkward. To have all of us right? at the same place. She didn't tell you that. I talked to her You're today. She's trying to screw with my head. <laughs> you just hit yourself. You're just trying to screw with my head, man. You just know I'm... Why'd you hit yourself? You're just making me go nuts right now. <laughs> You're just making me go nuts, man. And the... It's not funny. It's not. Look at you laughing a fool and gooning up. What are you doing? You... Goatee dance and jerry curls and then... Oh, you lose again. Don't come out. 
Sign the gay CD. Oh, hey, ha, 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 you're gay. You dance to gay. And you love all the gays when you're gay. You're so gay. I haven't said anything about that. I'm just talking about how I'm going to bang your chick. All right. But, yeah, seriously, you're not needed next week. Don't worry about it. No, I'm coming in. No. I'll quit work. Yeah. You're going to quit yeah, your No, time? for the hideout. I'll come in for that for you guys <laughs> who've taken care of me so nicely. Just yeah. so that we... And have encouraged me so well. Yeah. So it can be all awkward, you know. I, no, I won't really be no, Maybe I'll get you guys drinks. I'll have get you, ever, you guys a couple drinks. How about that? You can drink and look gazingly at each other and then just go in the bathroom. Oh, you're going to be the one that's gazingly. Now, how about this? It's a week from tonight. How many times do you think you're going to have sex with her before uh, before that? It's seven days. None. How many hours is that? It's like seven a thousand. <laughs> like a thousand hours. We're going to have sex like 3,000 times between now and then. Good for you. Mm. I don't even know what to say. Say thank you. For what? Thank you for what? Oh, Hefe. Five dollars? <laughs> if my eighth grade math is right, that's 168 hours. Very good. That's a lot of time. I'm, I may just move her into my place for the next week. Yeah. Nice big sleigh bed. How do you have that? Because he's gay. You know what I'm going to do with her on that sleigh bed? You know how sleigh beds are? Can't wait! I wanted her to grab like the like the bottom slate part, you know what I mean? And then like like she were a dog. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, That's right! Oh. Look at you! Oh, oh what's wrong, you Mo? Yeah. Let's take a break. I forget you. I'll see you. I'll let you hear the voice during man. the break. You know what? Forget it. During the break. Right. Sit down. Why? Your third mic. You've been working all night, man. Take a load off. You can make fun of me again. Ha, 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 we stole your girl. Hey, Corolla, what happened with that chick? Oh, we already know, because we talked to her, and you're a big goon. Fine, I'll sit down. No, I'll have a seat. Yeah, do it. Yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make it sound like your idea. Sit down, I'm sitting down. She's calling right now. Shut up. Shut up, man. Hello? Who is that? Hold on, we're in commercial break. Whatever. Hold on a second, we'll take a break. Shut up. Hold on, sweet. How come my phone's not ringing? <laughs> Why would yours ring? Did you hear this? Ah, I know. Whatever, I know. man. Seriously. Get it. It's like a dog. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Down. No. We're taking a break. Hold on. She wants to say something through the phone. Oh, It's <laughs> 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 the Hideout Mixtapes, Row Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. We're going to continue on with one more of... Uh, Corolla slash Chunks going insane when he was an intern, and I personally can't get enough of it. So uh, that was for you. Oh, Hefe. It's the Hideout Mixtapes. We're ready. 104.1. Jay the Dirty Cop. Hey, what's up, fellas? How Yo. you doing? What's up, bro? Hey, Corolla should be shaking your hand. Why is that? Because you put him out of his misery. That's true. That, once you that, do... that, that, that chick would have never done anything with him. He, he messed up. She was just stringing him along. So you, you, you did him a favor. And now by doing what I'm going to do this weekend, hanging out with his friend Jen, whatever, man, I will be able to, um, you know, he's, he won't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, close the deal. Just put it out of his mind. You joking? Yeah. Let me ask you though. Come on. Would you follow me? Follow you where? You know, there. What are you? Are you kidding me? You joking, right, man? I mean, this is like a joke. Like you two are joking with me, right? All right, it's been like this all commercial break, Jay, dirty cop. Hey, wow. I, 
I just want to say what you did stealing his girl is just disgusting. You well, sh- why would you do that to a friend? All right. How many people do you want me to start uh, rattling off? What? <laughs> I will, I will what are you talking off, about? I will rattle off names. You, you, you're not talking. Too bad, Cola, you loser. You struck out again. <laughs> Whatever, man. Why wow. are you? I can't believe that. I can't believe this guy. Mr. Winner over here. Why has he got to get that jab in, too? Just because he gets any damn girl he wants. He's just got to jab it in even more. That's crazy. I can't believe that. Jay? Why would you do that? Uh, Jay, I hope to see you a week from the night, brother. Uh, I'll see. I got to work. I mean, nah, God damn it. Stuff kind of stuff, yeah. So, all right. All right. Thanks, yeah. man. But I'm, be- I'm definitely going to bang uh, some chicks that Crow won't bang. No, so. All right. Have sex. Oh, go ahead. All right. See you, brother. <laughs> Ogre, how awkward was it out there? You know, it's there was no line. And, you know, anybody that thinks that was a bit and it was just a radio act, no, it wasn't. Okay, and it was very awkward, and I felt Get very uncomfortable. Get by the pile in here. Get and you know, and I'm not a small man, and and this little gelatinous man boob freak made me feel very uneasy. <laughs> Do you hear? Do you hear? Well, yeah, you know, I, you made him feel because, uneasy. You know, I, I was thinking maybe in the back of my head, hey, this could be a little bit of a bit. But it's not. I mean, you got you're like, nah, you know, wh- whatever, man. You're not. I, this is nuts, man. My head popping right now. Now, Private Pile, you saw this, all this go on oh, during yeah. the break. Yeah, and uh, you know, I also have her number too. <laughs> and we're going out on a date after Hefe gets yeah. her. Sweet. Yeah. Private Pile's getting some yeah. of that. That I will not believe. Kidding me? That kid? You guys got to be kidding me, right? You're joking. You're but just screwing with my head. Wasn't he yelling on commercial breaks? Oh, yeah, you were going off, man. You were freaking out. It was, And it was outside, like right out here. Because it's not cool, man. Oddball. It's not I, cool. I just want everybody to know he's been ranting joking, like a maniac. Right? For nine, stop joking. yelling. Stop yelling. Why do you keep hitting your head? That does you no good. When you hit your own head, it does you no good. Um, Let me ask you, Oddball, as, a, as the player that you are, <laughs> the guy code. Doesn't really matter in this situation, does it? He had two years. Two years. Doesn't matter. You want her number two? Now, I'm not saying that she's easy. I don't even. I'm not even going to guarantee that I have sex. Dude, I, that's not. Sorry, man. I got it. All right, cool. All right, cool. You're kidding me, right, man? You're just joking. But you don't. You look. You got this weird look in your eye, man. That I. I. I you know. I. 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 I don't even know. I. <laughs> weird look. Oh, Come on, man. Seriously. Oh, let me ask you something. What? Le- she didn't call you, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see your phone. Legitimately. Let me see your phone. Before I break your heart and show you my phone. Whatever. What? Let me ask you. What? Does it really matter? Yes, man. Do you realize how many girls are out there? Yeah. I do. Why There's does, a lot of girls out there. Why does this one matter so because much? Because this one's cool as hell, man. You know, she's a cool chick. And why she's got a lot going on. Why can't you be happy that she's into your friend? Because, man, it's not cool what you did. You guys knew I was interested. You know what I mean? You've the... been interested and you haven't done anything but about it. You guys are supposed to encourage me. What? We did. Yeah, and then, and then he's probably laughing. Ha, ha, ha. We encouraged him. He's going to get pissed off when he gets off work tomorrow and finds out you're calling. Question is, <laughs> was she interested back? I don't know, man. How am I supposed to know that? Obviously, no, because we're hooking up this weekend. Just, let me ask you. It's a joke, right, man? Do you care? Would you follow me? What do you mean, follow you? you know, if, if no you way. Hit, would you hit Are you every, kidding me? You go swimming in the same you're pool? You're joking. No way. You're Why? Because you're joking. It's not, it's not happening. It's not. I know it's not. Why it's not going to happen. Cracking? It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not happening. Not happening. <laughs> He's in denial right now. It's not, no, it's not, man. You guys are just with my head. That's it. You're just with my head, man. That's it. Let me ask you something. What? Let me see your phone. I, you know I love you. 
I love you. Well, like how do you say love me? Like a little brother, I love you. You are amazing for this show. You have been great for this show. All right? I love you for you're that. You're kidding me, man. I'm look serious. at you. You got this smug look in your Hold face. Hold on. Man. You're happy right Hold now. Hold on. You sick, sick man. Hold on. You're happy, you weirdo. You crazy. Hold on. What? Because I love you like a little brother. What? I will call and cancel our date tomorrow. You're kidding, right? I mean, not I'm saying you're kidding. I'm not. I'm obviously not kidding. I'm obviously not joking. I mean, if if you're not, then it's it's a moot cause. Do you want me? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Corolla is mad at me because a girl he's trying to hook up with for two years, none has happened, and we got a date for tomorrow night after the Mavericks game. Hold on. Because I love you like a little brother, I will call her. As soon as this show is over. That's totally uncool, Corolla. And cancel. And you're playing a really odd part. Yeah. Because you're, you're playing an odd part. I have You odd, moved in on. like a sneaky snake. I'm separated. I finally have the opportunity. You finally had the opportunity. I got a little chance to do a little something, and now you're stepping Do it next week. It's millions of girls to choose from. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want to hit it this weekend so that next weekend Whatever, it frees man. me up. Oh, I can't believe it, man. Hey, Corolla. Look at you. I I'll buy you an escort. No, I don't want an escort, man. Private pile stepping off. God. All right, man. Joe Torre, you're in the hideout. I got her number two. I swear to God, man, this isn't the time. This isn't the time, man. I like to call her Big Bird because of her beak. You know what? Oh, you know what? I'm dumping that. No, nah, man, that's this my isn't the time, chick. Joe Torre. No, nah, nah, forget it. You're a chick. How's it? You're a chick. Are you kidding ass. me? You are your style. Step up. Yeah, that's right. Don't what are you gonna What are you gonna do? Why is it your chick? What do you like about her? What I, do you like about her? First, list it off. First of all, I like I like her for her. Why? She's got great personality. Yeah, she does. Fantastic personality. She's got obviously very smart. Yeah. She knows how to go with a bit. Yeah. And she's hot. Yeah, definitely. That ass. So what did give you the right for it, man? Here's me. She gave him the right for it. My hand? You guys are just... Here, my hand. Yeah. Me. The microphone's her ass. I swear, man. Tapping it. <laughs> you look like you're a crack addict. Come on. Well, go. You're having a good fun time over there? What's wrong, bro? What, what, are you kidding me? You're joking, right? You gotta be kidding me. You're joking. Hold right? on. Stop yelling. Tony, you're in the hideout. Hefe, dude. Yeah. Don't you back out of this, man. Really? He's got that date. No, dude, definitely no. If he couldn't get it done in two years and you got it done in two minutes, then, dude, you're in like Flynn. Get it done. That's true, man. You're What's wrong I, with I, you people? You're not right. Not if he's been chasing him for two years and I got it in two minutes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, man. All right, here's another. She's interested in radio, so we obviously have something in common. Great boobs. I swear to God, man. I swear to God. I swear. Would you look at you? Kicking, acting a damn fool over there. Hopping around, loving it. I'm going to bang her. Yeah, I'm going to rip the towel off. Maple syrup. You sick, twisted weirdo with your story. I don't even know where to go. Hold on. I don't even know. Gluttony, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, it sounded really bad here for Corolla. I'm really upset about it. I can't see it getting much worse for him, though, unless, Hefe, after you have your date with his girlfriend, uh -huh. you send Corolla a cardboard box out in the desert with her head in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, and you know what, T7? What's the box? Corolla, What's what the box? Hey, shut up, Corolla. You're starting to sound like when you go on these little ramps, you sound like Don Vito from Viva the Band. You need to just calm down a little bit and roll with the punches, and you'll be all right. You'll never get laid, but you'll be all right. I Corolla, what's in the box? What's in the box? Craig Coleman. CraigColemanShow.com. You know what else I can't wait for? Can't wait to run my hands through her long hair. You know what else I like? you got to keep going, man. You know what I really like You're about sick. Her? You know what I like about her? Her neck. Yeah, she does I, have a really I pretty I dig neck. a good neck. It's very symmetrical. <laughs> Paul, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, why don't you just let her make up the uh, decision who she wants to go I with, think you know? It, I, I think, think she already has. I think it's tough. I mean, I think uh, it sounds hard. like, I mean, it's, it's, it's not really much of a decision here. I mean, she wants to go with Epe. Uh, I mean, it's a done deal. Sorry, Carol. I mean, she made her choice. Yeah, that's true. Um, why, be, why be a sore loser? How, I, I just, I'm boggled here. Nobody's taking my side. What did I do wrong? I don't have that many good qualities, you know? And when you throw the line into the, uh, the pool and then you get a fish to finally nibble a little bit, and you got to come and break my line, man. You broke my line, and now what do I have? Nothing. I don't have any lures or anything. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, I can't but, believe you. But I'm going to be getting that fish. <laughs> that tuna. Tapping it. That's what the the headboard is going to sound like. My sleigh bed. I really I really feel uncomfortable when you talk about your sleigh bed. Chicks love it. Yeah, Mo, you're gay. (laughs) How do you like it, gay? Yeah, you're so gay. I'm fine with that. I'm gay, sure. I'm also having sex with a chick tomorrow. (gasps) God. Uh, wildness. You're the hideout. Hey guys, how you doing? Yo. I gotta stick up for this poor guy. I've been in a situation before where I saw a friend of mine. He took a girl from a guy that was never ever going to have any in his life. He's ugly, zit faced, long hair, yeah, he's terrible. You're you're, uh, you're describing a uh, Corolla too. Well, yeah, just Do let you me know finish him? though. Let me finish real quick. It's hilarious. Yeah. This girl, not only she had shark bites. She she was swimming in the uh, like, I don't know some some Pacific Ocean area off of uh, San, uh, San Francisco. Got shark bites across her Achilles. All right, two shark bites right out of her legs. She had a stomach disorder where she possibly could die, and she also went blind for six months, all right? And this guy that I knew, he took her from this guy because she wanted to have sex because she was into him, took her, the guy that was never going to have sex, he'll, he'll never have sex because he took her for that period of time. He, he couldn't even get a shark bite victim. Yeah, he uh, couldn't even get Bethany Hamilton. And Let's, this chick is hot. I'm sorry to cut you off. We've got to get out of here. <laughs> Actually... Can't wait to go home and clean up. Shut up, dude. Watch the sheets. Good for you. You're a jackass. You really are a jackass. Hey, you know you know they're going to be making fun of you uh, tomorrow night, That's too. fine. Everyone else does. Crow, just go home to your gay lover. I'm not! God damn it! Are you going to hurt me? No. No, 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 no. Hey, Kane, fine, dude. Yeah, just Kane, Kane, it's Kane. okay. Kane, it's okay. Kane, it's okay. Lord. Thank oh, you, Kane. You know why? You know why you're not going to hurt me? that crazy look in his eye, man. Because Kane's got my back. That's why. You don't mess with my boys. That's why? right. You, but... That's right. I'm Private Piles, boy. What about... This is Kane, and Kane doesn't like you. I can't believe you guys. Kane got Jen's number. Wall we'll caller. Nah, you know, I want, I want it for a little while. Just a little while. I hate you. I can't believe you. I can't believe it. 
I can't believe you over there acting all smug and stuff, I'm man. Enough. Look at you. No, enough. No, enough with you. Enough with you over there, Mr. Cool. Mr. I had a goatee and goofy glasses. I get any damn thing I want. Oh, your microphone's off. Oh. Uh, uh, right. you know Where are you going? Stay in here. Oh, why? Bye, Mo. You're screwing me. You're screwing my head for man. You're going to make me go nuts. <laughs> Look at Hey, hey. Yeah, 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 Swear yeah. to God, man. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any respect at all? You took every little bit of dignity I have, and you keep digging in. All right. What's wrong with you, man? God's mercy. J-Dub. When are you going to marry your chick? I'm going to start putting the pressure on for you. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> There's, I'll just see you score him. There's no time in the uh, near future where I plan getting married. All right, what if she came to you with a deal like this? So, um, in an interview with ESPN the magazine, Utah Jazz forward Andre Karolinko um, talked, uh, I guess, about his Russian pop star wife, I don't know, Masha Lapova, or Lapova, or something like that. Shahadi? Yeah, she is, actually. He looks like a walking skeleton. He's he's really scary looking. He's a great player. Um. Anyway, she allows him one free groupie a year. Good woman. Basically saying, what's forbidden is always desirable, and athletes, particularly men, are susceptible to all things that are offered. It's the same thing when raising children. If I tell my child, no pizza, no pizza, no pizza, what does he want more than anything? Pizza. Pizza. So she has come to the conclusion that she will allow her man, an NBA forward, one piece of strange a year that's kind of uh dangerous though not for her or, but for him you know imagine all right i'm gonna take my one now and she's not good yeah. and you know you have to wait a whole nother year but isn't that fantastic it, it's a it's or is a, it too much pressure it's too much pressure if you're a normal dude if you're a normal dude you would be trolling for that one Forever. For the entire year. Yeah. Thinking, oh, God, I only have 29 days left. Exactly. And i got to get this in before Christmas. And then you end up doing a fatty. <laughs> As always. But if, now, but as an NBA guy, he could easily, and any stop, right there in, uh, in Utah, or let's say they're on the road and he decides he wants a nice piece of uh, the ass from the Bronx when they're playing the Knicks. Nice mm-hmm. little Spanish girl. You know, he could get it. He could get it. Here's the thing. You know, you're always looking for the most perfect one of the year, and say you pass that one up because you're like, I, I think I can get a little bit better later on. Well, what if he... Now, do you think she would be pissed if, like, he collected numbers all year? So you're like, okay, you know what? You could be my one. What if he turned it into a reality game show? Who wants to bang me? Who wants I, I... to bang Karolinko? Ugh. But he's not that, he's not a catch, really. (laughs) I have a better name for it, but we can't say it on the air. Yeah. (laughs) That would, like, for, that would be fantastic. And so all year, all the different cities, 
Because you know they're always groupies. And he could say, guess what? You could be my one free groupie for the year. <laughs> but do you think there's a lot of girls that are going to jump at that? I mean, a lot, of girls, yes. a lot of girls will jump at it in the moment, but they aren't going to leave their number and have him come back in nine months. NBA groupies, there's no doubt about it. Even the Skeletor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All sports groupies are like that. They just, they just want to be near the athlete. Yeah. All right, 407 Is this the perfect marriage? I, I think it's great for her. I think she did a beautiful thing. I know, in my mind, I'd be tortured. I'd be like, oh, this is going to be my only one. I can't use it in January, but I want to. And then it gets to, like, February, March, April, May, and then you're like, uh-oh, the pressure's on. The, the year's going by too fast. I can use it now, but there still is more than half the year left. All right, now Swami says... I bet her parents are messed up. Why? Because she thinks logically? Secondly, like he'd only take one. I think you're more likely to only have one. If you're allowed that. And then guys know a no restraint. Well, if they're going to cheat anyway, then what's the point? Swami. All right, now uh, Tree Scream says, hey, what if the dude gets AIDS or something? That would be a special uh, present to the chick. That's better with one of my chicks. <laughs> the chick. They call you zero patient. Don't mm-hmm. they? I'm, but why not even worry about that? If he did it in a reality sh- uh, game show form, then he could like get the tests and everything. He could even be so picky of, I want you to bring your tests next time we're in Dallas. You bring your tests, you're the one this year, honey. Now he's got the power almost. To me, it would be like he's the bachelor, but he's married. Oh, I think this is fantastic. I think Andre Karolinko is the luckiest man on earth. I think he's very lucky, but I I think uh, you're overstating his worth to women. I don't think women are going to be that, like, uh, just falling over to uh, have sex with them uh, in a reality show type thing. I think they would at, like, a bar that night after he has a good game, but I don't think he's going to, you know have the pull for long you, periods of time. Have you been out around athletes? I saw what it was like for college athletes at Texas Tech University. And the ass that they pulled, not because they were smart, not because they were cool, but because they were a third-string running back at Texas Tech University. This guy was an all-star last year, I think. He's a badass. And he's a white player in Salt Lake City. Ugh. He can get some <laughs> ass if he wants. He could have three wives there. Do you remember the baseball uh, groupie side I sent you, the way they talked? I mean, they will do anything just to get with uh, an athlete because they think, oh, he's going to be great in the sack. Not only that he's going to be great, but, like, to them it's a way of validating themselves of, hey, I've been intimate with this guy who scores 20 points a game and can block Shaquille O'Neal's shot. And they, and a lot of them really like the sport they're, you know, hanging around. So it's like I'm a part of the sport now. That's like you. I know you'd uh, give a little oral to Harrington if you were a chick. Well, I would do it as a dude if I knew that it was going to get us a, a title. You're so gay. You that's not it. gay. That's that's a commitment to my team. It's gay. It's a gay commitment. Yes. That's Holden. a marriage in Canada. That's what that is. Oh. Holden, you're in Orlando and you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? 
I'm in shock by uh, Dub's revelation there. What? what he would do for a championship. Oh, he's a please, sissy. please, dude. Don't I me. just gave oral to a dude. <laughs> What's up? What's up, brother? What if uh, what if this guy uh, runs into a hottie in January and drags her through the whole season? He can't. He's, he can only hit it once. One time. Hit it and quit it. Now that ain't no deal. Of course it is. You're getting a free pass from your chick to get one piece of strange okay. a year. Okay. Just once. How about this? Can oh, you trade that one piece of strange in for three orals? Ooh. It's a high not rule radio one oh four point one. Andre Karolinko, he's a forward for the Utah Jazz. He was an all-star last year. He's a very good ball player. Reveals in ESPN, the magazine, that his pop star wife, who's pretty hot, um, allows him one piece of strange per year. It's an allowance. To quote her, again, she says, what's forbidden is always desirable. It's the same when raising children. I could tell my child, no pizza, no pizza, no pizza. What does he want more than anything? Pizza. Also shaped like a pie. I say I would try to trade it in for three orals, and I think that's a good deal. I think it's an even bargain. But I think it's all about, I don't know if it's one piece of string. I need more details on this. Because then I'm at, uh, someone's asking me, too, well, does the girl get a free pass? And I don't know. I would assume not. I, it's her rule, so I don't think that she wants. Again, she's not... Well, maybe, because she's a pop star in Russia. But girls don't think that way. What, Gibbs? Do you honestly think after the first time he does it, he's going to be like, oh, okay, you know, she's, she only said once, I'm just going to stop now. Dude. Yeah, because in a way, it's almost like you've gi- you're have you given a, um, a benefit. Yeah. You're given something that you normally wouldn't get, what I, I, there's a word that I'm thinking of, and for some reason I can't. It's not coming to my mind. You're giving leeway, basically. Leeway. And, and you, it, you, you don't want to overstep the bounds that have been given to you because your chick's being cool enough to let you do this. Yeah. I mean, why? Why screw her over even more when she's being so cool? You've you've been given a perk that no one else gets. One free pass, not period, but per year. Okay. Trade one in for two periods. <laughs> no, it's not even mm. the same, dude. Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Hey, uh, I was wondering if it could work like rollover minutes. Like, could you save it for that year and then use it to the next year? Why do you really think you'd be able to go through a year and save that one he's been sitting on? Why save? If you can get it, why save? Now, here's our buddy EJ from the U. What's up, EJ? What's up? How you doing? Hey, brother. Oh, man. Even now, just just wearing my ring out, man, chicks throw it at me like crazy, even with my fiancé right next to me. Now, because you went, you know, of course, you went to the University of uh, Miami. And, yeah. I, I mean, I saw the way these guys are treated at Texas Tech as football players at Texas Tech. I couldn't imagine where you guys are basically a pro team at Miami, the amount yep. of ass that you're getting. Oh, it's crazy. My um, Crazy. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, these groupies are around. They're around. Dude, mm-hmm. we got them in radio. Where? <laughs> Seriously, where? Yours is 17. You could get it if you had uh, more confidence. 
Really? Yes. Absolutely, you puss. I'll work on that. <laughs> no, you won't. I'm sure, sure you will. Now, let me ask you, should this be the rule if you have a uh, husband or a boyfriend that's in, like, a a field like this? Here's what I think it should apply to. All men. Movie stars, uh, professional athletes, and radio talk show hosts. Why not all men? Why, why are we worried about, you know, one guy or one girl slipping up once a year? People are not perfect, and they shouldn't be, uh, you know, crucified over it. Hmm. One was. Who was that? No, Frankie? Christ. Oh. Mm. No, Frankie was burned. If I he- <laughs> Poor bird. If I find out that Christ was a bird, I'm just going to be living. <laughs> he had one. He's a parakeet. Mm-hmm. It was Job. He's a stool pigeon. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? All right, Dubs, do you think there's any way your chick would ever agree to this? No. What's her problem, Prude? <laughs> I'll ask her when I get home. I got a new chick. I'm going to see if I can talk her into it. You can talk her into it by giving her a bird. Yeah. That always That works. companion will be uh, with her while you're out banging another chick. Hmm. Spitting out one of his 40 words. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the whole time. Blackburns. Now, do you, th- <laughs> do you think it would, uh, like, what if one another, another one of the rules is you have to tell me who it is or when it happened? I want details. That would be painful. And that might, you know, girls might want to throw that out. All right, you got to do it, but you got to give me details. Because guys will just be like, oh. Never mind, it's not worth it. <laughs> It's not worth going well, to get... Well, I thought it was a chick. <laughs> Doesn't count, does it? <laughs> sure, the Half. hands were big, but, you know. Harry Knuckles. Harry Knuckles doesn't mean anything. Um, Yeah, because then maybe if your chick says that, like, all right, you got to tell me who it is, when, give me some details. That would be difficult, and I think guys may not even cheat at that point. Four zero seven nine one six one four. Because you say, because the chick says, okay, you can do it. But how about this? But I want to meet her first. Oh. <laughs> you go bowling. <laughs> I want you to call me immediately afterwards and let me talk to both of you. <laughs> oh God, how awful would that be? Oh, it's not worth it. Just for the douche chill. And then she's going to be sitting there at home waiting for you in her robe. So how was it? Hmm. Better than me? Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, no, just different. Not better. Just different. Honey, it's all the same. However, I will be calling her January 1st of next year. <laughs> all right. I bet there are a lot of uncomfortable guys listening right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Just turn to her and ask her. And see what she says and be like, ah, oh, I was just kidding. I'm running a bit on you, honey. You know what? I'm like those crazy boys from the hideout. We need to uh, we need to tape uh, like a microphone. I mean, I'll do all this stuff and be serious with my chick and see what she says. <laughs> if you want to, brother. I'll see. I'll give you the, I'll give, I got a little tape recorder you can use easily and right. you can hear it. We'll do it. It'll be like that lecture. I'll do it. 
<laughs> She'll murder you. That'd be funny though. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I'm too early in my relationship to try that. You've been in for years. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll bring it up now. <laughs> honestly, that might be a better deal, bringing it up now. So uh, what do you say? What do you think about this? <laughs> I know There's just... your badge, and there's all these other ones. I just want to pick, you know, one. Just click. I know we've only been going out for a little while, but I'd like to go ahead and get this rule in. <laughs> Oh, boy, that'd be uncomfortable. I'm trying to get this girl to call in. She's talking about her, like, boyfriend and three ways and the ground rules and stuff, but she says she's been drinking, so she won't call in. All right, what are the, well, That's more of a reason to call in. Can you relate some of the uh, rules? I was like, well, so you like chicks, and she was like, yeah. And I go, well, are you, like, married or with a guy? And she is. And I go, is he allowed to, like, bang other girls? And with this current guy, I guess they haven't done any of that yet. They've just talked about it. But in the past, her, her ex-boyfriends and her have done that. And as long as she was in the room, the guy could do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, there's no effing way I could do that. See, I got another girl over here saying uh, she would allow it, but she would uh, want to talk to the girl first just to see if she could join in and watch. <sighs> Boy, all right. That's awkward. Is it, though, or is that gold? Looking over, you're you're looking down at this new chick that you're enjoying. Then you look over. Ugh. Okay, I'll I'll take out the trash afterwards. <laughs> Fine. She's just making a laundry list of uh, stuff you need to do afterwards because now you owe her. You never do that to me. <laughs> I've never seen that position. I saw that look in your eye. What whores are you been banging behind my back? <laughs> you've Plenty. seen you've seen them all, <laughs> right here. Fantastic. Or it could be a hell. But either way, maybe just to be able to say, yeah, my chick lets me get one a year. It's exciting no matter what. It's not boring. No, there's no way it's boring. A little something, a little spice up the life. Now, would you let your chick bang someone else? Mm. Yeah. If uh, she was cool enough to let me do that, I would have to be cool enough to uh, go the other way. That's like no way. Then you can't really uh, bargain. Then it's a hideout. Real Radio one hundred four point one. To the phone. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Before I have to pull the strap off the cut, give me the microphone first so I can bust. It's the Hideout Mixtapes for Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here. Join us August 7th, that's Monday, from 7 to 11 p.m. for Extreme Midget Wrestling at Sun on the Beach, located in the center of Old Town in Kissimmee, with special appearances by Russ Rollins and Buppo Bubba, whoops, whoop ass Wilson, for the Monsters in the Morning. Tickets are $15 in advance and 20 the day of. Call 407-719-3610 to purchase your tickets today. Brought to you by Sun on the Beach and Real Radio. All right, in this last segment here, uh, Clear Channel Approved Content, we have Hefe is dissed by the girl he was in love with in high school, Mandy Amano, who later went on to be kind of famous. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. All right, well, here's the story. I, um, I knew this chick in high school. And to me, she is the hottest girl in the world ever. 
she is, I have this like standard, this kind of look that I like. Mm -hmm. I like a chick who uh, mm -hmm. has short black hair. I like a chick who has like a, just kind of like pale, kind of like an Asian thing. What are you laughing at? What are you Nothing. Doing? I, I just want to hear you hear the story. So, I, I love your pain. So anyway, I'm glad you're smiling. So anyway, I really, we like, we were talking for a little while. Nothing really ever happened, but like. How long were you guys talking for? I mean, over the course of like senior year for me. So it was a full year long talking to this we girl. We were like, yeah, we were like friends. Talking on the phone? Yeah, talking on the phone. How often? I two or three times a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe not over for the whole year. Okay. But um, there was a chance, there was a time that we were chatting maybe, you know, two or three times a week, that kind of stuff. Anyway, whatever, she, uh, I still think she's the hottest chick ever. Yeah. We tried to book her for the show. She has no idea who I am. She doesn't remember me at all. <laughs> That's but, my favorite part. Yeah. He talked to her for a year. She has no clue. But, um, <laughs> thank you. But I, uh, she, I see Tommy goes to IMDb, which is what? That's the database or something for like movies and stuff. International like movie, uh, something like that. Database, I think. Yeah, database. And she's featured on the front page, imdb.com. Really? For what? I guess she's like a new up-and-coming actress. And I remember she always wanted to be in the movies. And she's in L.A. She was like in Coyote Ugly. Wow, you uh, you passed up on that one, huh? I did. Too bad she doesn't remember you anymore. It's so... <laughs> too bad a year of your life wasn't important to her. You know what's funny, too? Though? But you got to say, that happens. Hmm? That, that happens in life. where uh, like I remember everybody. No, you don't. You should. I remember Nightfly. <laughs> that means I remember every insignificant person in the world. That was the old overnight guy in Lansing. <laughs> but this cat, I mean, because you, you know there are people who have met us, for example. Yeah. Maybe through the radio or whatever. And they remember our chats on IMs, that kind of thing. And we don't have a clue who they are. And so we kind of laugh about that. Now it's on thinking about the tables reversed completely. Well, here's a chick who I think is the hottest girl ever. Has absolutely no clue who I am. So let's get a little uh, look here. I mean, she's on the cover of IMDb. So if you go to IMDb.com, you can see her. Mm -hmm. What kind of what what did she dress like? What do you mean what she like like what kind of look did she have? Was she goth? Was she no? She... You know who, she, uh, who always says she looked like a cross between um, a cross dresser? No. Oh, like a uh, Terry Hatcher when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And Alyssa Milano. Oh, nice. She was gorgeous. She was absolutely. You don't think so, Tommy? I don't know if that's how I would describe her, but how is she? Know. And the thing is, oh, here's the thing. Going back to the Super Bowl, she was in the Pepsi commercial in the Super Bowl, and this like blew up huge for her. Some guy, some internet nerd, even wrote like a blog about it. And so, like, it's just. If it's and you could have tagged it. I don't know if I could have tagged it. You had a chance. If she was talking down the phone, you had a chance. I think so, too, man. That's always going to be one of those that just... But now, she doesn't remember you. Not you even... You've fallen to the wayside. Not even a clue. What sucks even more is, like, Dave Attell could bang this chick, probably, because he's Dave Attell, because he's famous. Mean nobody. I think I saw them together. Yeah. Come on. I did. <laughs> why rub it in? I don't know. And why you get so much... Joy in the fact that she has no clue who I am. I just remember I I didn't want to tell you when uh, when Tommy found out that she didn't remember you. Oh, I knew. But I wanted to at the same time. I wanted to see her reaction. I knew she didn't. God I, damn! I think because he only saw her once or twice, and he just remembered her name. No, I don't, I don't think, think he ever talked to her on the phone. I did. 
I, I think you dreamed about talking to her on the phone. You had fantasized right, about it. Look, I'm you not shocked. This, you made up this big elaborate story in the in your head about this hot chick you saw at some speech and debate <laughs> fairy thing. And oh yeah, oh yeah, because they're it's a fairy thing because there are hot chicks that are there who are movies now. Lesbian. I hope. I tell you about that story about my. You guess the people in Orlando haven't heard this one. I was in high school. Actually, I was wrapping up the relationship with this chick I'm about to tell you about. I started chatting with this other girl, Mandy. So I'm going out with this chick for 13 months. 13 months in high school. Junior year, a little bit of senior year. And she refuses to have sex. <laughs> Just, what are you laughing at? Because you're so hideous. <laughs> she refuses. I looked like Josh Hartnick in high school. With the unibrow. I think in those emails when I was talking to Mandy, I think I actually even said that. You're an oh, ass. Oh God! You're such an ass. That's why she doesn't. And she goes, "To be honest with you, I don't, I don't remember him." Thanks. Maybe, maybe you could send me a picture of him or something. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't. I sent him to the old website. Oh God! I would have sent her an old, uh, old, old picture from when I first met him, and he was 300 pounds. I'm 215 now, sister. But it would have been great to send her that picture, the old one. You know what, though, dude? This motivates me. Because, like, I know Chunks gets motivated by the fact that every girl here already thinks he's hideous. But this motivates me, like, to, to do something with my life. How so? I don't know. I want to be able to be known on a grand scale. Just like, maybe she doesn't know me. She doesn't remember me. Either none of those chicks from high school probably do. They probably have no idea who I am. They don't they, remember. They move on, and that's what you should do, too. No. Everybody moves on from high school except for you. I want to give a big F you to every chick who never wanted me by becoming a Big goddamn star. Let go of it, man. It's high no. school. No one remembers it's it. It's not about high school, dude. It's it is about, about high school. It's about high school. It's about college. It's about Michigan and D.C. and eventually Orlando. That's what it's about. I want to be able to say F you to every chick who never wanted it. And maybe you don't care. I really don't care about what happened in high school. That was That's past time. I mean, I could care less about any of those people. It's not just about high school. Though. Those people are dead to me. Take a break. We'll come back. Thank you for being supportive, you asses. No problem. Anytime. It's the Hideout. Real Radio. What a work for what? That does it for the Hideout mixtapes tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Email me, Bateman at WTKS.com, if you have any requests that you'd like to hear. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And come see us Monday, August 7th, at Sun on the Beach for Extreme Midget Steel Cage Wrestling in the old town of Kissimmee. We'll see you tomorrow. 5,000.
he's nagging my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.